The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to SoaringEagleCasino.com and download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the incredible Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to begin a Tuesday journey on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show. We're heard on 19 stations. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. Also, you can listen on our free stream at thehugeshow.net weekdays at 3. And on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show, and you can listen anywhere in America where you get mobile service. And if you miss any interview, any show, any hour, any huge opinion, our podcasts are free. Wherever you download podcasts, just search uh, The Huge Show. Inside this hour, Jeff Risden from Lions Wire and Draft Wire uh, will join us. We'll update free agency with the Lions. Man, on paper, I, I know you have to play the games, and we talked about this last week, but on paper, they're easily a top-four team in the NFC right now. And there's still work to do with the draft coming up where they could improve even more. And Philly has been ravaged uh, by free agency. And we got a former Eagle that we'll talk about with Jeff uh, in a moment. If you have a Lions or NFL question, you can join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Mercantile Bank is... Located throughout the state, the bank you can trust and depend on, which is more important than ever before. I was kind of distracted that Superfly Hayes, our executive producer, and Jeff Risden are like waving at each other. What's going on? We're getting ready to do a show. We're statewide. You guys are waving. You're in a happy mood. The sun's shining. Superfly's happy. It's oh, a great day. It's a great day because it's 45. We're acting like we're down in Bradenton Beach and it's 80. I almost wore shorts today. Did you really? I almost did, yeah. 45? Yeah. Oh, you get ready for volleyball practice tonight. You got your coach's shorts <laughs> with the elastic band, right? Oh, man, you the coach's shorts. You got your shirt that says coach. Remember the coach's shorts? Oh, absolutely, yes. They were a whole I went to high school in the 80s. They were they the were The PE omnipresent. teacher and, and your coaches had them. I mean, you're borderline up to the man boobs. They were like, they were uh, they were rough, and then and then if, as you get older and you put on a few pounds, all of a sudden they're they're like a bad a late, elastic uh, weight holder. They were horrible. They they were rough. I will just say uh, if you know who uh, Jared Sullinger is from the NBA, went to Ohio State, played for the yes. Celtics for a while. 
His dad was my high school gym teacher. Really? Satch, Satch Sullinger was my high school gym teacher. In the Cleveland area. Uh, Columbus. Columbus, whatever. Yeah. It's close. Yeah, it's Cleveland, Columbus. It's, it's all Ohio. 220, 221, yeah. whatever it takes. Yeah, exactly. But uh, he wore those, and it was really not a good look for Satch. I, I really apologize for not knowing everything about Ohio. It's I all try good. not to. <laughs> yeah, especially. You're, but you're from Columbus, but you're not a I'm, diehard I, I'm Ohio from, State fan, right? I am from Cleveland. I went to high school in Columbus. Okay, I, I am, now now yeah. we're back to Cleveland. Now, yeah. now I just said that. Now we're back to Cleveland. I just said Cleveland. You're like, no, I'm from Cleveland, I, but I, I went to high school in Columbus. I am proudly from Cleveland. I went to high school. At Colum- and you went to Colum- college at Ohio U, Columbus Northland High School, and then uh, Ohio University. You're not a Buckeye fan. I am you? not. No, good. Your dad is a diehard. My dad is a massive. Uh, he's an alum, so he gets some credit. For okay, that. yeah. Well, that, but you're not. No. I'm not. So you were forced out of the state. They took you to the Michigan border when you were young. In exile, yes. Yeah, and they left you at a rest, that rest area just north of Toledo. Drop me off in You got to go to the bathroom, but you can't find one unless you drive into Monroe. Took me, took me to the outlet mall in Monroe and just left me there. I go to Danny's Fine Foods in Monroe, but then Uncle Danny's going to say, if you're going to use the bathroom, you're buying a rump roast. Oh, my God. All right. I'd, I'd do that. That's good stuff down there. That was a good uh, bio. There we uh, go. For Jeff Rizden from roll. Lions Wire <laughs> and also DraftWire. Follow DraftWire on Facebook and Twitter. You want to stay up to date on the draft, you can do that. Lions Wire. Man, uh, even before free agency in that you know negotiating period, uh, what the Lions have done here uh, in the last eight days, uh, you know, Jeff, we already had high hopes. We already liked the changes, the 8-2 and two finish. Keeping Rodgers from the playoffs in his final game, what looks like in a Green Bay uniform, the mojo they have with ownership, the front office, coaches, and a roster, uh, the way the draft picks from last year all stepped up and contributed. Uh, We went through that last week, even in that Green Bay game. And now you're looking at what they've done in the last eight days. It's phenomenal. It's almost surreal as a Lions fan doing a statewide sports radio show to see what this franchise is doing. They're doing it, and they're doing it without killing their future to do it. You know, there are teams that make splashes in free agency, that make good signings, but they sign the player for too long, or they, it, it disrupts their, their long-term vision for the roster. They haven't really done that. Cam Sutton coming in is the biggest commitment, $11 million a year for a starting outside cornerback, and he will be playing outside. He's not a slot. Um, he's made that clear, and the team has pretty much made that clear with the other moves that they've made. But that's, that's like all the other commitments. Emmanuel Mosley, one year, I think it's $6 million. You know, Alex Anzalone, it's, it's on paper a three year contract. It's really for two. They're not committing the, the five year, $120 million. They're not, they're not signing Jesse James to an above market deal like the prior regime did. They're not over committing to guys like Graham Glasgow who's going to come in and replace Evan Brown for 4.5 million to be Maybe you're starting right guard, but certainly a guy who will play as your top backup. Like that's, and he fits the system. He knows. Like they're making smart moves. They're not just making like good moves, but they're intelligent. There's clearly thought behind it that they're not sacrificing anything in the future to to get gains now. And that's that's as Brad Holmes said at the at the combine. You can lose in free agency a lot easier than you can win, and I think that's sort of what he's referring to. Like they're not they're not out chasing Odell Beckham Jr. and his 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 chronically torn left ACL. Like I don't I don't get I don't get the alert. I still don't understand why people think he's going to be great. This is a guy who's torn his ACL in, in two of his last three games. I I don't know. 
But they're, they're not making those sort of sacrifices. They're not chasing right. the big names. They're making guys, and the big names that they do have, Sutton, Chauncey Gardner, or C.J. Gardner-Johnson, we have to call him C.J. He changed his name legally, so we have to call him C.J. How about that pickup that nobody saw coming out of the blue? And, and that's right? exactly it. And he was a guy that I, that everybody thought was going to be too expensive. And instead, they got him for one year at $8 million, which is less than what the Eagles initially offered him. And the Eagles moved on. They said uh, they basically did with him what the Lions did with Jamal Williams. Like, don't come back here looking for that deal because it ain't here no more. And uh, he's... Like he's got experience playing under Aaron Glenn, under Dan Campbell in New Orleans. He is your slot corner safety, whatever you want to call him. He, he's, he's starting in the slot. He replaces Will Harris in that role, and he's a heck of a lot better than Will Harris. I don't mean to disparage Will Harris on that. But that's a massive upgrade at arguably your weakest position last year on the defense. They got so much better. This guy led the league in interceptions. He only played in 13 games. He is a massive playmaker. He is an agitator. He is going to let you know that he just stopped you. That's not something that the Lions really have on defense right now. They, they've got some dudes, but they don't have dudes that are going to like let you know that, that he's going to get in your head. They don't have that guy, and he brings that element. I like that a lot. If Mosley gets healthy, and you should with a blown-out knee, most guys recover with the modern medicine era we're in. Yep. And you have Sutton, Mosley, and, and C.J. Gardner-Johnson. You know, I know it affects a draft. At 60, you take a corner. Uh, now do you look at the best defensive lineman available at 6? And at 18, we talked about Quentin Johnson, the TC wide receiver last week, or options uh, you have. There's still the quarterback in play at 6, and then you take the best defensive player available uh, at 18. I was looking at Russell Brown, who's a new addition uh, to the Lions Wire, and you shared his story, and I retweeted it on how the Lions' defense shapes up right now. This is before the draft with those two first-rounders and the two second-rounders. This is from the Lions Wire. You can follow Lions Wire on Twitter, Facebook, uh, thelionswire.com. So defensive ends, this is depth, too. Uh, Aiden Hutchinson, John Kaminsky, Charles Harris, Romeo Okora, and Josh Pascoe. That's pretty strong. That's, um, that's, you can win games with that, yeah, for that, sure. That, that is amazing. Interior defensive line, people keep talking about this as a weak spot. I, I look at this and don't see it the same maybe as others do. So you have McNeil, you have Bugs, who they just re-signed, Benito Jones, Demetrius Taylor, uh, Levi's there. I, I Actually, I do see the need for... Yeah, they, they need to get deeper, one or two. Deeper and better there. Right, so yeah. that, that's where you pray Anderson... Or you take a flyer on Jalen Carter. I think now with the story, he settled the legal stuff. It will be that uh, dude check that Campbell does. But if he passes that and Carter's there at six, which, again, you're hearing the Cardinals that people are wanting to move up for a quarterback. If we can, and we be in Detroit, if they can get the four quarterbacks to go the first four, that means Anderson... Or Carter, or Carter are sitting there for the Lions. That's right. And so watch Arizona, right? At three, trading that pick. Don't rule out Tyree Wilson from Texas Tech to go earlier or to go at six either. And he's a guy at 280-some pounds. Um, With the wingspan, right? You know, 36 and a half inch arms on a six six six. That six makes you guy. like a 7'2 guy, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, and he, he's a power-to-speed guy. They kind of need that to set the edge on the opposite side of Hutchinson and, and mix and match. Like, they have a lot of options. If you can get Anderson or Carter, guys that look like overall number one picks in the middle of the college football season, late in the college football season, right? Yeah, Carter has had a really, really bad offseason. It goes beyond his legal things. He 
didn't exactly ace interviews that he did give, and then he goes to his pro day and shows up uh, very heavy and very out, very out of shape. Like couldn't finish the drills out of shape. Um, that's that's what you and I do when we when we you know haven't been to the gym for a month. That's not what you do when you're a top level athlete. I have a tough time finishing the show. Okay, I do three <laughs> hours. I stand up with that. All right, let's move on from Russell Brown's story, Lions Wire, and he's a great addition. Oh, he's a great uh, guy. to your team. Love having him. Uh, so linebackers, Alex Anzalone, you mentioned uh, Rodrigo, James Houston, Derek Barnes, Pittman, Julian Acora. So. I, I do see the need. When I step back here on the defensive side of the ball, I see the depth need, or needs plural, at defensive line and linebacker. Yeah. And, you agree? And consider that James Houston is probably never going to play linebacker. He's, he's going to be a pass be a rusher. Specialist, yeah, right? He steps in and right. rushes the passer 20, 25 times a game. Right. And he's good with that, and the Lions are good with that, too. But, uh, yeah, they need to get faster there. Like, Derek Barnes tested well. He doesn't play that fast. Rodrigo, you love him between the tackles. If he's outside the tackles, teams figured out how to attack him halfway through the season. And his, his, his start was way up here. His finish was down here because teams realized that if you get him to make him run in space, he can't do it. So they've got to get a guy, and, and this could be a second or a third-round pick, a guy like Dion Henley out of Washington State. Trenton Simpson out of Clemson, although he misses a ton of tackles. Uh, if you don't like Alex Anzalone missing tackles, you're really not going to like Trenton Simpson from Clemson. I'll just leave it at that. Uh, that's uh, that, that. That's not in his bag. He doesn't have that. Club. You're doing your draft wire homework right now. I am. I'm telling you right now, people follow draft wire on Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, Jeff's yeah. heading that up now. That's uh, you, that's fun, man. Comes on this show, all of a sudden he's becoming a, a rock star. We're trying to corral him here. <laughs> just he's got better hair to miss blue M and M's. I mean, the winery dogs had a. Had a shorter list of demands than Risden does in the studio. <laughs> hey, Mike, Mike Portnoy's an, an ornery guy. Yeah, I'm looking at 6-8, and eight, or 6-18, and 18, excuse me, yeah. Lions in the first round. And after reading Russell's story, I, I'm telling you that I, I think the best defensive player is available at 6-18. and 18, But like you're saying, you might fill the linebacker need in the second round. It will depend on who's there. Yeah, and remember, they got two second-rounders and they got a third-rounder, right, too. Right, so at 6-18, and 18, uh, because I, I think secondary, I know there was a lot of talk before free agency about Gonzalez or Joey Porter Jr. or, you know, the best corner available at 6. But now I'm looking at... Akuda, where does he stick with the roster? Mosley Sutton, yeah, uh, that you mentioned, and and also CJ now, right? Yeah, so the things you got to look at are who's here long term. After this season, you got Sutton, you got um, Jerry Jacobs. They, so you're saying and, you might still take that corner, knowing that right. you don't have to give him a big deal, and you're not going to be able to re-sign exactly. Mosley's on a one-year one right? deal. Yeah. CJ's on a one-year deal. Jeff Okuda is on his last year, most likely, in Detroit. Will Harris, wherever he fits, is on one year. Uh, I'm not even sure that Ifiatu Malifanu is going to make the team this year, so they're, they still need long-term cornerback help, and that's where having having the, the, the draft capital that they do, and the way that it's set up where they don't have to rush a guy in now, they can take a guy like Christian, Christian Gonzalez, Christian Gonzalez. They, Gonzalez but right. they could also take a guy like like Deontay Banks out of Maryland, who is a really talented and athletic guy. At eighteen, but he needs a little bit more seasoning though. Right, so you, you can bring him along slower. You don't have to be like Jeff Okuda 
at number three, like, and he has to start right away. Like, they, they're not in that situation. They don't need either of their first round picks to start this year. They, it'd be better if they did, but they don't have to have that. And that's a great place to be. And that's the options that we talked about because if Carter or Anderson may be instant starters, right? That, I would hope so. At their level, yeah. especially at a, at a six pick. Yeah. You know, when we look at that line secondary, Akuda. Depending on what they do in the draft, whether or not he sticks with this team another year, right? Right. There, there's talk that he could be trade bait. Like, if you trade, like, let's say they want to get from 18 to 12, just throwing that number out there. You can trade 18 and Okuda and get to 12 because a team like Tennessee or. I'm looking at the huge draft tracker, which you can see at DraftWire. Akuda <laughs> and the 18 pick drops you to pick 27. You actually go backwards. You you actually trade down. Uh, and that's that draft wire new thing called the huge draft tracker, which isn't the conventional one where you put in like, you know, uh, names and uh, what the draft will work out in terms of the trade. But there, you know, we're just discussing all these options and, and away from going through the defense and we'll go through the offense and Russell's story from Lions Wire that. This team, from the last time we watched them on Sunday Night Football in America, they are so much better right now. And it's on paper. You still have to play the games. But they are. there was optimism after they beat uh, the Packers. And now you got the DJ Chark where there's not a market for him. Is he going to come back and take a one-year deal with the Lions? He might have to. Uh, I, I, are you I, surprised there's not a market? I am. I actually pre-wrote the uh, DJ Shark signs with the Panthers article, and it's still sitting in my drafts. Well, Adam Thielen stepped in there, right? He did. Um, Carolina still has interest from what I understand, but it's it's not like they got to have him anymore. Kansas City didn't really want him, so he could be back. Yeah, and, and it won't cost what we thought it would. Well, what you're getting right now, Jeff and Jeff Risden from Lions Wire, Draft Wire, follow them on Facebook and Twitter and online, uh, he's joining us in studio talking about Lions free agency. You're starting to get, and that's why even DJ is going to look at Detroit and say, okay, do I want to go sign a one-year deal with Carolina or with the Lions who may end up winning a couple of playoff games and I get more exposure and they get more national games and I have a better team around me where Williams is going to get a lot of safeties drifting and I'm going to be one-on-one coverage. You look at CJ knowing that the Lions are in that next group. He watched what the Eagles did. Uh, you look at Mosley in the one-year deal. I think that's a sign that these players believe. Cam Sutton talked about it. That the Lions are next up in the NFL. That, and that's something that, that he said, that uh, that Gardner Johnson said, that, that Graham Glasgow, who was here, he was, remember he was part of that guard rotation, that asinine concept that Matt that Patricia, Patricia Oh, yeah. Is there, uh, any, is there any concept that wasn't asinine with Patricia? Not many, no. They did draft offensive linemen well. you got to give them their due on that. Well, Graham but, said, uh, I'm glad to be back, and I'm also glad we're not going to be practicing outside in December watching Matt Patricia and coaches show it. Run it, run. <laughs> nobody wants to see. Oh, God, nobody wants to see that. Look how bad he was. And Belichick you know, yeah. basically threw away his season after how good Mac Jones was, yeah. right, as a rookie. Just throws it away with Patricia running the offense. Yeah, and so Graham Glasgow chose to come back. He had offers from... From uh, San Francisco was one. There was another team too that wanted him, and he want, obviously it helps that he's from Michigan. But you know he wanted to come back because he sees the value in what he's got. He he did not specifically mention it, but I know this was a he loves offensive line coach Hank Fraley. That guy is an attraction for free agents. Uh, they, they don't necessarily need to break the bank on those guys, but the. The work that he has done in making Taylor Decker a top-level left tackle and making Frank Ragnall arguably the best center in the league and, and quickly 
switching Panay Sewell to being arguably the best right tackle in football. Like, and that was their vision. Like that, that's what they wanted. And and Hank Fraley being being part of that is and you can't undersell like the the coaching staffs that that are here. Guys want to. They watched some of these. They played with some of these guys in Madden. Who wasn't Antoine Randall L when you were in Madden back in 2002? You know, who who didn't want to be Kelvin Shepard with the hair flying sideline to sideline? Like, they, they 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 have that respect and understanding of like, oh man, like it's getting out that these guys coach me up. They're going to make me the best player I can be, whether we win or not. It's a chance for me to cash cash in. Like that's why Mosley's here. This is a guy. He can probably think CJ is here. He could probably have bigger roles elsewhere, but he knows that what's what's going to happen to him in Detroit is he's going to get exposure. He's going to get coached. He's going to get brought into the best light that he can be when he hits free agency a year from now. Jeff Risden from the Lions Wire and the Draft Wire. Follow both on Twitter and also online. Joining us in studio talking about Lions free agency. If you have a question or comment on the Mercantile Bank listener line, one 866 that's one eight six six eight three eight huge Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. Opt in on the HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE, 21,000. Also, speaking of text, text the word TIGERS, T-I-G-E-R-S, to 21,000. Soren Eagle in Mount Pleasant and the Michigan Sports Network are giving away a home and away opening day package. One lucky listener will get airfare for two from Grand Rapids to Tampa, hotel, and tickets to the Tigers opener against the Rays in Tampa. Also, you'll get two tickets to the Tigers-Red Sox in downtown Detroit, all courtesy of the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant and Marty Boer in the Michigan Sports Network. All you need to do is text the word TIGERS to 21000. That's TIGERS to 21000. And if you're driving and you didn't write it down, I have the quick link where you can enter and you're 21 and up. You have to be 21. Uh, that quick link is at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. Hey, Michigan, let's go big. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver, and I'm talking real big-time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app. Eagle Casino and Sports. Sign up now and get up to $1,500. That's right. We'll match your first two deposits for up to $1,500 plus 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Huge here for my good friend Tom Rosenbach and his team from Bean Carter. Now they've made that move to partner with Dorn Mayhew, an Eastside firm, and now they're stronger than ever before. Big businesses, small businesses, taxes, any business need you have, you can turn to Tom Rosenbach and his team. Just go to beangarter.com. That is B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. Tom and his team also put up the $1,000 in cash in our Bracket Buster Challenge contest at thehugeshow.net. So if you entered the contest, uh, you can follow your picks all the way through the championship game uh, each and every day at thehugeshow.net. Just log in. You'll see it. It's simple and easy. And follow your picks if you took a shot at winning that $1,000 in the Bean Carter Bracket Buster Challenge. Follow your picks through the championship game at thehugeshow.net. That's thehugeshow.net. This is Fox 
Monster Jam! See the legendary Gravedigger and more tear up the dirt with massive stunts, all-out racing, and crazy skills. It's adrenaline-charged fun for the whole family. Let's hear it! Make some noise! Monster Jam, as big as it gets. Coming to Van Andel Arena March 24th through 26th. Brought to you by BK Tires. You have to see it live, so lock in your seats today at MonsterJam.com. Spring is here, and that means only one thing for us Tigers fans. Baseball season is upon us, and opening day is just a few weeks away. Hi, this is Matt Shepard, here to tell you about an amazing offer from my friends at Soaring Eagle Casino. Soaring Eagle Casino, in conjunction with the Michigan Sports Network, is going to send one lucky winner and a guest to Tigers opening day. And if that's not enough, Eagle Sports and Casino is going to double down for you. How about two opening days? That's right, opening day home and away. You'll see the Tigers open the season against the Rays in sunny, warm Tampa, Florida, and then you'll be there for the Tigers' home opener in Detroit one week later. Plus, you'll be hosted by my friend Bill Simonson of The Huge Show, and you'll get to meet and greet yours truly. All you need to do is enter and text the word TIGERS to 21000. Enter the word TIGERS and text the number 21000, and you could be on your way to see the Tigers play in both the season and home openers. Opening day, home and away, presented by my friends at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Go get them. Play ball. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Back on The Huge Show across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. He motivates us each and every day with his enthusiasm unknown to mankind. He is the epicenter of sports radio producing. Thank you, Superfly. He has his Michigan State hat on. He won't take it off until the tournament ends. Risden, hey, be, be proud of that, man. That, was, that was a nice win. Really? Yeah, his hat moves with the bugs. Watch it. It will go back and forth. I don't know. He, he will not take that off. So they're going to beat K-State. I think so. I, and I, I think so. And I saw in uh, Andy Katz's March Madness rankings – they're ranked ahead of Florida Atlantic, Tennessee, and K-State. And those are the three other teams in New York City at Madison Square Garden. Izzo in March. There's no reason they can't get it done. And go to Houston. Now, when they get to Houston, that could be a different story. They could play Houston. No, they, or no, they could play Alabama on that side, I think. That's not good either. But Alabama. <laughs> well, Nate Oates lives by morals. Did you see Nick Saban call out uh, one of his players went 141 miles an hour? Uh, which is a warning in Tuscaloosa if you have your Alabama football ID card. But he, he mentioned about accountability. And right during the tournament in Alabama, it was a shot. With all that's going on with their, it was their a men's shot basketball program. Men's basketball. And that story is only going to get bigger as Alabama advances. You know, it's, it's interesting that that hasn't been as focused upon as you would think it would be. No, no, the media just focuses on what they want to. Okay, there's diversions. All right, you know that we're not going to yes, yes. we're not going to get into that discussion. We're yes, here to sir. talk uh, lions and <laughs> talk the about NFL. happier things like the lions. Oh God, the lions! Hey, this, this is giddy land. This this is it's great. This is uncharted territory, as I mentioned yesterday, Rizzy. That yeah, when they had Barry and they had Benny Blades and they had Spillman and they had you know Lomas and that great Glover and everybody and Herman. We we were unsure about Fonts as their coach, and then the coaches that came after that, right, including Bobby Ross. We were unsure about the front office. We were unsure about ownership. 
that was always lingering, that they underachieved only if they had a commitment or they have a, a bigger coach, right? Why isn't a Parcells-type coach in Barry? And then now you have everything. You, you are only missing, and again, it's our, it's our one theme. You are missing the veteran backup who's there, who can help win games if golf would go down. Right. And they still haven't addressed it, and all these names are signing with other teams. So what do you think? And Have you heard anything? What are the Lions planning on doing in terms of their backup QB? Because it's been an issue uh, in the first two years with Holmes and Campbell. It has been, and it's something that Brad Holmes told us specifically at the Combine that he was going to get better at and address. And right now, Jared Goff is still the only quarterback on the roster, which leads you, and like guys, even like the lower tier guy, like Josh Dobbs, who was here for a cup of coffee last year uh, before the Titans signed him away, he signed in Cleveland today. You know, Cooper Rush is gone. Pretty much every name that you can think of outside of Teddy Bridgewater, who's going to want way too much money to be a backup, uh, is gone. Uh, Jacoby Brissett's not coming to, to Detroit. Like th- Those are guys that think that they can start somewhere. What about they, a Wentz who that? may want to play one year as a backup? But he's going to want a two-year deal. He's not going to come for one year, yeah, right? Exactly. He's going to he's going to he's going to wait until somebody gets hurt in camp is what he's going to do. Um, and that's smart strategy on his part. But they they are running out of options, which leads and we have heard nothing, nothing. So what are out the options, Jeff? You're with Lions Wire. Yeah. You're with Draft Wire. Are they going to draft a quarterback and hope they get a Brock Purdy type guy, or they're going to draft high and take let, a quarterback and, and let him be the backup and leverage the so the the leverage situation is is that Jared Goff, if he plays the way he did at the end of last season, he's going to get fifty million dollars a year. That's that's going to be the market value, and then the whole concept of. Well, we can build a great team around Jared Goff to make him look better. That goes away because then you're paying him too much to do that. Then you can't pay everybody out of Panay Sewell, Taylor Decker, Amon Ross St. Brown, Kirby Joseph, Aiden Hutchinson when he needs his next deal, Aline McNeil when he needs his next deal. Some of those guys are going to have to go away if you're paying Goff that much. So they've got to have some leverage there and like, hey... Yeah, he's 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 good, but is he is he going to be that good with without all those who's? Is he going to be that good without Ben Johnson, who's going to get a head coaching job next year? Are we ready to commit that level to Jared Goff, or do we want to have a backup plan already in place? A guy like Anthony Richardson, or a guy like Will Levis, who's not ready to start now, and God help the team that that thinks that Will Levis is going to play in twenty twenty three. You never know. Uh, they they got to have somebody like that, and that's high end, and that's that's doing. That's doing what the Chiefs did when they had Alex Smith and they hit their ceiling with him and they realized, okay, we got to get Patrick Mahomes in here. He might not be ready to play right away, but Smith is good enough to take us to where we want to get to and then Mahomes can take us over the top. The Ravens did that with Joe Flacco to Lamar Jackson. The, the, the happen, it happens more than you think it does. Uh, the, the 49ers back in the day did that with Alex Smith and Colin Kaepernick and, and Kaepernick got them higher. Like... It, it does work as long as you get the draft pick right. And that's something that I think you're going to have to see them. They're certainly going to explore it. They did not waste all those trips to uh, to Gainesville, Florida, and to, to Tuscaloosa to, and Alabama to, to watch guys not like not without some level of intrigue. Does it mean they're going to take one? I couldn't tell you. We'll find out in a month. But we at this point, they almost are telling everybody that, yes, we are considering it. Because we haven't done anything. Like, you can't run a practice without three quarterbacks. They only have one. Uh, OTAs start a week and a half after the draft. Like, they're going to have. Which would be early May, right? Yeah, they got to have at least two more quarterbacks in. 
I hope they have learned their lesson not to deal with the Nate Sudfelds and Tim Boyles of the world. Like, that doesn't work. They know it doesn't work. They've told us it so doesn't work. So what are work. they doing, though? And and that, that's the big that's, question. That's, that, the only that negative, big, right. that's the only negative surrounding this entire franchise. Right, which is what's te- which is why a lot of us, and I'm raising my hand here, for those of you watching on Closed Circuit TV, I am I am of the belief that they're taking a quarterback in the first two rounds because because that's what they're telling us that they're going to do. Doesn't mean they'll do it. No, they might they might switch out of that. Who knows? But uh, it's not a great year for the developmental quarterbacks. So you guys like Jake Hayner out of Fresno State, Aiden O'Connell out of Purdue. Like those are kind of like those guys are who they're going to be. Like they can be your backup, but they're never. You don't ever want those guys to start. You like the hooker from Tennessee coming I, I, back I from the like, knee injury. I do right? like hooker. Um, the big thing is with him is that he's twenty five years old and he's not going to be able to practice until July at the earliest because he tore his knee. But in terms of skill. He's better right now. He's better than Anthony Richardson and Will Levis fairly handily. And uh, it, it's weird that Lions fans have taken such a revulsion to him. I put him in a mock draft and everybody's like, oh, my God, are you trying to kill us? Like, he's good, folks. He, he is exactly what he, what they want in their quarterback. He threw 56 touchdowns and five interceptions in his last two years of college. That sounds like what Ben Johnson wants, a guy who makes smart decisions with the football based on pre, pre-snap reads. That's exactly what Jared Goff does. Hendon Hooker does that. And also, oh, by the way, he can run. Like, I don't, I don't get the, other than the age, I don't get the aversion to him. I think the quarterback issue is creating anxiety with the Lions nation. Oh, yes, 100%. I, I really do. And it's not, not against Goff now. No. Nobody, oh, God, doubt, no. No, nobody no. doubts Goff. He's, He's top five, top three in the NFC. I mean, tell me, yeah, we seriously, to- all right, after Jalen Hurts in the NFC right now, I said this on Twitter, I had a huge show a couple of days ago. After Hurts, yeah. best quarterback in the NFC on paper right now at this hour as we're talking on the huge show across Michigan. I mean, Goff is certainly in that conversation. Prescott, Dak, maybe. And he's out of Cooks, which is good for him. Yeah. But I think he's declining. I really do. Yeah. Jimmy I do, G's I- gone. Carr, with the Saints, who knows how that's going to work? But he's not. He's got to prove it. He's not better than Goff. No, no, he's he not. might be, but he's so not who? proving it. That, it yeah. Fields. Some some tried to argue Fields. Yeah, on running the ball. Fields Fields will get better now that they have receivers. Though. Yeah, DJ I, Moore is a nice big guy. I, I, I they got PJ Wilson as a good backup too, right? They do. He's that's another guy. How, how do they Detroit. not? Lions go out there. I'm starting to sound like Seinfeld. How do they not get it's, a backup? It's weird that we have to find something to you know a windmill to tilt at, and we're tilting at the backup quarterback. And like, those words going fast here could really get us thrown off here if I decide to roll that way. Just somebody. Yeah, um, it's. I mean, yeah. I see Sam Darnold signed for a year because he believes Purdy's not going to be healthy and Trey Lance could be a guy that starts four games and can't start anymore because the Niners are in a win now mode I, I mean this about golf if, if I was ranking quarterbacks in the NFC right now today on paper it would be obviously hurts yeah I would go golf dash Prescott and yeah. now seriously am I gonna yeah. go car Am I, you know, Stafford? We don't like know his health. Daniel Jones? I mean, no, Dan, yeah. some might say Jones, but I'm talking uh, quarterbacks. Yeah, there's, I, that's, you can certainly, that's I, the same way with teams. If you flip it now to teams, because yeah. of the movement, nothing, no games have been played, because of the movement on rosters, both to and from, and the AFC loading up with Rodgers and that impending deal with the Jets, if you look at the Lions on paper right now, Tell me you don't have them in the top four, if not top three, conversation. 
they're absolutely the best team in the NFC North on paper. All right, no, so that, no, no question so that, that about it. That means you're the best in one of the four divisions. That's right. top four, right? And like you can make an argument. I think Philadelphia has proven that they're number better. one. Yeah, they're number one. I think yeah. Dallas with the, what they've done and their defense—they're good. They're good. San, San Francisco's good. I think. Yeah, but San Francisco. Okay, you got they Sam got, Darnold. They got questions. Uh, Purdy with the Tommy John U joint surgery, oh. right? They they quietly lost some defensive Trey backs Lance too. We got, still we got one of them. Yeah, I, he, he's like the Jordan Love. Yep. I mean, Green Bay. Oh my God! I, I, I'm buying Super Bowl tickets I will tell right you, now. I'm I taking th- Hank Hayes. I do think that uh, you know, Brett asked me if the Lions go to the Super Bowl. He says, "Could you get me and my dad tickets?" I'm like, "Sure." Who am I? Uh, oh, hold on one second. Press a button right here. I'm gonna poop them out. <laughs> I'm Ticketmaster.com. You know, I don't really don't go to the big events like that, but I would go to a Super oh, Bowl. Oh God, with I, the Lions, you yeah, have to go. With, you you know, have for me to. as a fan, I if the Lions go there, the cost of that ticket, and I'm talking in the next five years, I've I've said two Super Bowls since the end of the regular season. I'm not just jumping on the bandwagon now. That's why when I'm seeing these moves, and you see C.J. Gardner Johnson, and you're thinking about Mosley and Sutton, and you're looking at who they resigned and depth on the offensive line, how can they? They have to be thinking. I agree with you. That they're looking at what I've said, that if Carter or Will Anderson aren't there, and there's a quarterback there. Because let's say Seattle at yeah. five and Arizona at three, take Carter um, Carter and Anderson. Anderson, yeah. that there's, a, there's now a quarterback there. Yes. That, that, that there will be three quarterbacks and one defensive player, and then there's one other variable. Is it a fourth quarterback or is it, exactly. is it the other defensive guy? So I could see what the Lions are doing because you mentioned it in one of your tweets uh, at Lions Wire and Jeff Risden joining us in studio, that the way they've set up is they're going to have clearance on money so they have options if they take that quarterback, what you're saying, and let's say golf levels off and the Lions make the playoffs this year, but they're... Ten and seven, but they made the playoffs. Yeah, which to the Lions fans is moving forward, right? Absolutely. So now you look at that final year of golf. You now get that rookie quarterback in year two, and you have options. If golf now doesn't take you next level, you don't have to pay him, and you have the second year guy who, in his third year, is ready to take over. Exactly. And that, that, and money wise, you're set up to build more strength around that now third year. Rookie quarterback from the 2023 draft. Right. And then you can pay Panay Sewell top dollar. You can pay Amon Rossi Brown. And, and you can still bring in other people. Like if you're paying golf that much, you're not getting, you're not, you're not paying. Do you think the Lions are looking at this long term, this a- golf situation? Absolutely. absolutely. And that's why they haven't signed a backup. I don't know that that's not why they've signed, but they're, they're absolutely are have to, if they're not considering it, they're, they got their heads in the sand. Like I know they love Jared Goff. Like make no, make no question about that. They love Jared Goff and they do think that he's that guy. But if he wavers at all, they, they, everything they've said publicly and privately says that they're, they need to get better and, and have a better backup plan than what they've had. They haven't done that in action yet, so that's that's why we're anxious. That's why we're we're wondering about it again. We're we're quick Lions talking. fans are losing their minds on the backup QB. That's yeah. the only thing, and that's you know that, that's better than worrying about their starting quarterback. That's no, it is. But with our luck, I think Lions fans <laughs> know their luck that they're going to have the perfect team put together, and golf goes down in game one. And and we've we have seen this in the NFL before. We've seen where a a team that has a great young core comes up together, and the quarterback is good, but he's not that good. 
It happened in Houston with Matt Schaub when they had Arian Foster and Andre Johnson and J.J. Watt mm. and Brian Cushing and all those guys. And Schaub was good enough to get them into the playoffs, the but he could not win that game. And I'm I'm mortified, actually, that that's what happens with Jared Goff and the, and the Lions. Because to this point over the last three, if you look at the three-year window of Jared Goff, he's right about where Matt Schaub was in that Houston time. And I, I was down there for that time. That team was, if they had a, a B-plus level quarterback, was winning, at least getting to a Super Bowl. And because Schaub was a B, B-minus, they never got there. Jeff Risden, he knows, about that a lot. he knows the Lions, he knows the NFLs, he's got anxiety about the backup quarterback, too, with the Lions joining us uh, in studio, uh, talking about free agency. You have a NFL Lions question, you can join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843, that's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook, also, if you miss any interview, any show, any hour, our podcasts are free and we are everywhere. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Life as a grown-up, not what you thought it would be, right? The meetings, the stress, the boredom, and that one big question, does any of this matter? Then you became a cop. Not what you thought it would be, right? The pride, the honor, the love for the brothers and sisters who served with you. The family who reminds you how much you matter. Being a cop, not what you thought, right? Just what you needed, I guess. Visit michiganpolicechiefs.org. Get ready to swing for a good cause at Vandal Institute. Purple Community's 11th Annual Be Brave Golf Outing on May 6th at Thornapple Point Golf Club in GR. It's a day of fun for all golf enthusiasts and proceeds benefit breast cancer research at Vandal Institute. Register at VAI.org. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Get nothing but net and win up to $15,000 cash. It's the $100,000 hoop to win. Every Saturday in March, 6 to 11 p.m. Shoot to win each week. Then on March 25th, players compete for up to $15,000. The $100,000 Hoop to Win giveaway. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Bill Simonson here for Roast Umber Coffee. It's a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And their nitro cold brew coffee is a convenient and healthy option with no sugar or additives. So if you want a great coffee or energy drink to power you through your morning and your day, it's available in ground or whole bean or in cans. More information on the website and direct delivery to your door at RoastUmber.com. We might have just come out with our most refreshing Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer yet. It's called the Essential Collection. It's made with coconut water and real fruit juice. So it's always going to have a real refreshing fruit taste. Can refreshing get any more refreshing? Yep, it can and it just did. Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. Made with coconut water and real fruit juice for superior taste. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer. IRC Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. At Mercantile Bank, we believe in empowering the communities we serve and that financially strong individuals and families are vital for building strong communities. 
That's why we're committed to providing budgeting tools and interactive resources designed to help you take charge of your finances. Our friendly staff is always here to help answer questions and provide solutions to help you reach your goals. Call, stop in, or visit us online at MerckBank.com to learn more. And let's help you make today count. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Final segment this hour on the Huge Show across Michigan. 19 stations strong for the one close to you. Go to thehugeshow.net. Also on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show. You can listen live anywhere in America where you get mobile service. And we have the free stream. Weekdays at 3, also at thehugeshow.net. And a shout-out to my good friend Johnny Brand Sr., all the Brand Steakhouse and Grills, your home for March Madness, Thursday night, 6.30 on all the TVs. Michigan State and K-State in the Sweet 16 in New York City at all brands. You'll find Mike Brand Jr. has the brands in Bay City and the brands in Caledonia with Liz Brand Stegaheis and Sean Stegaheis. Mike Brand Sr., the brands in Cascade. There's the brands in Holland. Johnny Brands in Granville. Also Johnny Brands on Leonard in downtown GR. And Mike Brand Sr. has the brands in Cascade just east of Grand Rapids. Check out Michigan State, K-State Thursday night, and all of March Madness on all the TVs at all brands' locations. And order up or pick up your favorites from brands. Put your order in now at brands.com. Big. Bad. Huge. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows. Find out about the promotions and the giveaways. Go to SoaringEagleCasino.com and download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the incredible Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the huge show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the huge show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It's time for hour number two on this Tuesday broadcast. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Inside this hour, we'll talk with former major leaguer John Vanderwall, one of the great swings the game has ever seen and arguably one of the great pinch hitters in Major League Baseball history. He lives in West Michigan. We'll get his thoughts on the Tigers in 2023 and where this franchise is going. If you have a baseball question, or comment. You can drop it on the Mercantile Bank listener line. 
1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Mercantile Bank, they're a local bank connected to their customers, and you can depend on them and trust them. And that's more important than ever before. Thank you to our friends from Mercantile Bank with locations wherever you're listening uh, right now in our great state. You can drop comments at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook, and also opt in on that huge text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. Speaking of baseball, we'll get to Vanderwall in a moment. How would you like to win? Airfare for two from Grand Rapids to Tampa. Hotel. Tickets to the Tigers season opener against the Rays in Florida. And then you'll win tickets, two tickets for the Tigers Red Sox on opening day for the home opener in Detroit. All this courtesy of the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort and Marty Boer and the Michigan Sports Network. You have until Friday at noon to enter. Just text the word TIGERS, T-I-G-E-R-S, to 21000. That's TIGERS to 21000, 21 and up, and you'll be in the drawing Friday afternoon, and you could be seeing both opening days, home opener and the season opener. It's pretty cool, and thank you to Soren Eagle in Mount Pleasant and the Michigan Sports Network. Now, if you're driving and you can't write down all that info, I have the links, quick links, where you can enter. takes us a few seconds. They're posted and pinned at the top. Add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. Let's go talk some baseball with former major leaguer John Vanderwall. He calls West Michigan home. He joins us in studio. How you doing, Johnny? Doing great, Huge. Doing all great. Right. All right, so you and I talk off air a lot. We have the last couple of years... In regards to the Tigers, you know, Scott Harris joined us the first week uh, he was in Detroit as president. And he had this optimism and, hey, man, we're going to go out and get veterans. We got minor leaguers who can step up, young guys. And then all of a sudden, after the first of the year, uh, through free agency, the lack of big name signings, the reality hit Harris that the Tigers are who they are. This is a re-rebuild. They're not starting over but where is this franchise going? Oh boy, nowhere and nowhere quick. It, it, and it's it's sad. Um, I don't think free agents would come here first of all, and I think a lot of it involves the people that are um, in the dugout. Um, I think they had that a couple of years ago. They had a big sign that that they wanted, and he wouldn't come here. Why? Well, I think it was because of the man in the dugout. So they've got that problem. They've got. Uh, they gaslighted us last year. At least they didn't gaslight us this year. What do you mean gaslight? Oversold what they oh, were going to do? Oh, totally oversold what they had. And they started at the, uh, um, it would be the well, last, be the end of 2021. Um, they started gaslighting us then. Um, they said they got these young kids coming up. Um, they rushed Torkelson. Uh, their pitching uh, it hasn't worked out the way that, that they wanted it to. Uh, now, uh, 2023, as a Tiger fan, it's here we go again. It's Groundhog Day again. Uh, we're back to square one. It is a rebuild. Um, there, he has to, I, he has done some things that I I have liked, but what, 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 what has Harris done that you that you like? He got rid of the lefty that threw 100 miles an hour who couldn't pitch in um, uh, high stre- on stressful innings. So I, I thought that was a very very good move. I hope that Lefty goes and does well in Philly. Uh, you needed to get rid of him. He's got some interesting guys that come in for Philly. Uh, the Nevin kid coming in. Uh, he he's made some moves that I've kind of hmm. 
It's not bad. And the ultimate thing is you got to give him a chance. We can't get in and bury him right now because uh, he's new to the game here. He's got, what, six months he's been in here. He probably walked in and went, oh, my gosh, what do I got here? Um, so he, he's looking at the roster. The roster isn't great. Uh, he's made some moves. I, I, liked, I liked the moves. And uh, let's see what they do. Let's see where they're at in July. Yeah, it's interesting to hear Scott Harris in our first interview back in September. Uh and then our second conversation that I'm not saying buyer's remorse, but maybe he looking at the data and again, data analytics, that part of the game that's out there. Maybe he thought there was more in Detroit than really was. Maybe he did. You know, and I, I think as a young, a young person coming up in, in those situations where you've got your, you're going to be the GM, you are going to be the man. Um, it's like you'll tell almost take any job. So because you're a president of one of you know you're in an exclusive club, right? You're an exclusive club, and hey, it's Detroit, and I love. I mean, I I bleed lions. I don't bleed tigers right now, but I used to. Uh, I love Detroit sports. Uh, it is one of the best uh, places in America uh, for sports, and you come into this atmosphere, and then you come in and realize, okay. Um, this team isn't what it was, what they advertised. And this is absolutely a total rebuild. I come in here and I give up me taking, you know, I, I still find it. It's unbelievable that the GM comes in and can't pick his own manager. That floors me. That totally floors me. It's, it still does. It's like um, the owner and the manager picked the GM. I, I I I just I see confrontation there. You know, I I watch. So that's not the norm you're saying no, across Major League Baseball. Absolutely not. You just come. I mean, I, I just usually the owner picks the GM and tells him. Yeah, they go and get their own guy. Your own guys, plural everywhere. Yeah, it's like Travel Channel kindred spirits. You know, they seem to be getting. I see this. I, I mean, I, I look forward to this because I, I just I can't imagine he's happy with that. Well, that's imagine. Chris Illich not familiar with it, and he had. Hinge, because now most of the front office connected to Avila is gone, right? Uh, no, there's still a couple guys that should, they be, should, be, it should be cleaned. They, they should be cleaned out. Exactly. They should have been cleaned house. out because there's three guys that are still there that were the architects of the, the debacle that happened last year. And if you go inside, and we've already talked about this, but what had happened, even though Al, I, I couldn't stand Al, Al did do what... Al Avila. Yeah. Well, he did do what... AJ wanted. He got him the guys. He got him. He got him the guys that he wanted. And so Al's a fall guy, and you think it should have been more on AJ Hand? Oh, I think it's 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 you know it's the it's the other two guys too. I, there's three of them. They're all still there. And now that and now what's funny is in the wintertime, now they want to be held accountable. Who are the other guys? Uh, it was Sam and Jay. That they're all there was those three. Those are the three that cleaned house in the minor leagues with all the guys, the big league experience. Are Sam and Jay leagues. the analytics guys? Yes. You're part of it. So so they're all living in this analytical world. Yeah, now over the winter, now we need to be held accountable. Well, you should have been held accountable for the debacle that had happened. You should be held accountable for um, bringing Spencer Torkelson up last year when everybody in baseball knew he was only a double-A player. Uh, I think the kid's going to be a really, really good player. I really he looks do. good in spring training. Oh, I, sure, and I did he? see a couple highlights on his swing. Um, they've planed out his swing. Um, they've so done some not, good they're, things. They're not doing that. Uh, what was uh, the... What was the uppercut swing? That oh they were yeah, I, what's it called? Uh, the launch, launch, the angle. launch angle stuff. Yes. So and I and I I have seen a few swings. I'm like, wow, they they've planed him out. And and he the the ball I saw that he hit in uh, 
um, West Palm, the opposite field home run. I mean, he was planed out, and he was not. It was an op- taco line drive. He leveled it off, yeah, right. and it was an op- taco line drive. So, I mean, the kid's going to be good, but he still should start this year in Toledo. You have not had enough minor league experience. I mean, and that is not his fault. It is not his fault. It is the Detroit Tigers debacle of this whole situation. He should have been in Double A last year. If he did well, he either he, he dominates Double A. He goes to Triple A at the All Star break, and then if he dominates there, then you maybe look into this year and say, okay, maybe we'll give him a shot. See, I don't care what he does this year. He's doing having a great spring, but spring is spring is nothing. It doesn't matter for veterans, especially. I don't care if you hit a buck thirty or a pitcher, you got a seventy RA, because when the bell rings uh, next week, it is a totally different ball game. It is it is amped up ten times. So whatever happens now, I mean, I hear people go, "Oh, he's hit good in spring. He or he's pitched well. He should be on the big." No, no. It's 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 just people getting ready to play, and it doesn't. It like I heard Parker Parker Meadows. Should, no, Parker should not be in the big leagues. Neither should Andrew Lipschitz, but they have had good enough seasons in spring training that they, if they do well in AAA, they should be looked upon to, to helping out the big league club. So the debacle, the Torkelson is one of the one of the worst things I've ever seen in baseball. It is that bad, and and it's that bad with many many people who know baseball and have been around baseball their life. Well, they sold it last year. Riley Green and Torkelson were the next great duo in big league baseball. Just wasn't in Detroit. That was a storyline that was fed out of Detroit to the rest of baseball and the media a year ago. And here's the kicker on this thing. They already blew it last year. Yeah, he was. He had a pretty good spring last year. So Torkelson struggles again. This could be something exactly. mentally where he never recovers. Well, right? I wouldn't say he, he's going to recover and he's going, but it, it's going to. It it probably is. This is. They're probably going to have him up. He's. You know, he could struggle, and then in two years they're going to lose him to the uh, Texas Rangers. He's going to hit forty and, home and runs. He'll go out and make three hundred million and and be a Hall of Famer. You know, it's one of those deals. And the kid's going to be good, but stop. Let him get his feet under. And it's like I'm the only one in, in that's that's really advocating for the kid. Because I'm not advocating for the Detroit Tigers. I'm adv- advocating for the kid to be able to be schooled a little bit in minor leagues, be dominant in the minor leagues, struggle in the minor leagues, then get your dominant swing back. It's a struggle. It's an up-and-down thing. But you've got to go through that. And it's very difficult to do that in the major leagues. And they totally blew this. Um, and that's why I still say he needs to go down. He needs to spend because he, I mean, let's be honest. Last year sucked. That was a horrible year. Absolutely horrible year for him. And he went down to AAA and was not good. Because it's mental now. Now it's mental. Exactly. He didn't have enough time to get through that. So let him develop and hear, oh, he's got to be in. No, he does not. Your, your, your team's going to suck this year anyway. And, I, but I, and I, I've got a couple other things. I think the ball's going to be juiced, um, and the Detroit and the Tiger pitching is going to be in deep, deep doo-doo. I, you know, Scott Harris did say, I think it was right after the first of the year, when talking about the upcoming season or maybe back at the winter meetings, that, well, we're going to look at the young arms and the young bats this year. He didn't even, there was no optimism on anything on this season. So is it going to be a quick, hey, Torkelson, you know, a month in isn't hitting. Is he back down AAA? Now you send him back down again for the second straight year. What you're saying, 
Does he mentally recover inside this organization or need that change of scenery? Well, yeah. Riley Green, you know, is he close to being a... He's ready. I mean, Riley, they did Riley Green, right? right. Yeah, and he's a, and he's a dude. Um, I just and think... You mean dude, you mean a player. He's a player. Absolutely. He is a player. So the, here's the thing. I hope... Because it looks like he is going to be up, and they're going to looks like they're putting him in the four, five, six hole. They're putting him right in the middle. The kid has got four hundred big league at bats, no minor league experience, and you're going to, have to go throw him back in it again. Um, I hope that he. I mean, you just you hope that he has a quick start. I mean, that's it, you have to go out. You got to get out to a quick start. If he has that, and he can build on that, then you know, then he's going to be all right. But you still take that risk, and to me, the risk is not worth it. It is totally not worth it. Because the kid's going to be good. He's going to be a player. Let him get his feet underneath him in the minor leagues. I mean, it's, it's, it's really, really pretty simple. It's just that I, the only thing I can think of is that um, you have a coaching staff with young kids, and they want to build this, this repertoire with the young kids so they at least have some people on their side. That's the only thing I can think of because I, I can't see the veterans liking a lot of the things that, that go on in that clubhouse. Well, you're looking at a line of that. For the Tigers, when they get out of spring training, more than likely will be Haas at catcher, Torkelson at first, Scope at second, uh, Javi Baez, again, a big ballpark. I know they're bringing in the He's going to be good this year. Javi's going to be good this year. Yeah, I saw a swing in that World Baseball Classic. You know, he just a big swing every time, which, again, uh, the Nick uh, Matten, uh, he's a guy picked up uh, in the... Him and Veerling, I yeah, think. Right, from and Matt Veerling in left field from the Philly trade. Again, you're looking, you know, at, at this this lineup outside of Baez right now, and I like Haas as just a, a guy that can hit 240, 250, give you the big three-run homer when you need it occasionally. And a hometown kid. And yeah. Riley Green in center. And Meadows coming back would be big. I he's think he's going to have a good year, too. That's why I think offensively they're going to be pretty good. I, I just I can't see. They were so they bad don't have last a lot, year. You know, when you look at this, and again, when you're looking at uh, Madden and you look at Veerling, they and, and Torkelson that you mentioned, uh, and I like Kerry Carpenter with Miguel, uh, you know, rotating at DH. Yeah, they, they've they've got some pieces, and, I, and I, I've had a conversation with another look one. Look at that rotation, friends. though. Well, I think Rodriguez is going to be okay. Uh, Turnbull does have one-two stuff. I mean, he's a first number one-two starter stuff. But has it? How long he's, has he ever pitched a full year? And what is he? Thirty years old now. I, I I seen this kid in 2014, and I thought the same thing. And it's 2023. Is Matthew Boyd back for his 19th time with the Tigers? Well, it feels that way, doesn't it? It does. I I just I think they're looking at they need they need innings. But is he better people. out of the? I mean, Penn than he is a starter. Is he a spot starter for? I don't know he, other he, teams, I, right? It's hard to tell out of that 12 innings he threw last That's year. That's what I mean. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I don't no, I just go so they know something that we don't. I mean, so that's a Scott Harris thing. Maybe Matt, he's got something that, yeah, Matt that he Manning, knows. Right? You know, has Matt pitched a full year? I, you know, I, who's their fifth starter? Well, they got that Wentz kid, yet Manning, um, that Brisky, Lorenzo, another kid. I don't even know. They got people you, you don't. Not well, even at least they got some guys that some veteran guys that can that can. Shore up some innings, I, I think. I, 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 they do have – I think Rodriguez is going to be decent this year, and I think if Turnbull doesn't get hurt and can throw, he he is lights out. He can well, be what, lights what's out. What's that bullpen look like? I, I, I don't – you can always throw a bullpen together. in the. They're business. sponsored by uh, Meyer Gas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, I mean, come on. They, they, Cisnero, Lang, Riley, Alexander – uh wow, Garrett Hill, Will Vest. 
It always seems like every Man. year there's always mm. a couple guys that that come. I know, I know what you're saying. Well, it's it's you know a year ago, and, and it's an interesting point. And John Vanderwall, former major leaguer, calls West Michigan uh, home Padres, Yankees, Giants. Who else you play with? Pirates, right? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Okay, I, well, you, but you had a good career. He's in studio with us talking baseball. A year ago, the optimism, and I, I didn't feel the Tigers sold me anything. I. I thought that they were ready with the combinations they put together to do something. You, I'll give you credit in our conversations, you were spot on about the Tigers last year. And I'm talking back in March, February, March of 2022, over a year ago, you were right there on what it would be like. And I think a lot of us, because I'm a Tigers fan and also do a statewide show, that you want them to get back to winning. And also, they're a business, so in selling something, they had to sell season tickets, individual game tickets. And now, you're Chris Illich. Uh, you're looking at your franchise. And I'm saying outside of Miggy Swan song, seeing him on home stands is still worth a ticket with the career he's had. That What's your draw uh, beyond opening day, beyond 80-degree summer days where Saturdays and Sundays you get some crowds. What, what's your draw? And, you know, Scott Harris is the president, so there's the business side and the baseball side of this. But the tone to be a re-rebuild uh, after what they had last year in terms of selling the team to the people, to the media, now you're looking at what? Is it another two, three years? You hope? Is it four years? What is it, Johnny? I mean... I I I'm concerned also with all the injuries that are happening in the last year. But isn't that baseball now with a lot of the arm injuries? That well, it depends. It depends on what kind of program you're on. So you're talking about physical strength, conditioning, those things. It seems like and maybe is that in season? Wrong. Is that in season or out of season? I think it's both now. I but they're all doing these different. Techno garbage programs. Like what? Explain it to me. Well, there's other, there's these companies out there who suddenly it came on. I mean, we talked about it um, six, seven months ago that they've solved everything, you know, and they've got the perfect workout program. They're doing this. I know that there have been these pro, these uh, companies come in, and I believe this one is in with the Tigers. I'm not going to say their name. Um, and then all of a sudden, injuries are starting to come around. And then you have have these individual programs, and then you got a kid Jung. I mean, they got the kid Blues back out. I mean, how does that happen? I I, I don't know. I mean, you've had guys. You've had how many TJ surgeries? Which would be Tommy John. And then surgeries. you had then you had uh, uh, Scoble, um with some kind of arm thing. I mean, it's just injuries are part of the game. But I mean, I'm going in the last year. Mai's gone. All these guys gone, 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 gone. Why? Have you, what have you changed? What is different? And I think there have been things different. Maybe they're not. Maybe they're the same, and, and the Tigers just have that bad of luck. You know, I don't know. Yeah, you're Scott Harris, so, and you, right now your your handprint is the Boyd pickup. I mean, you're a new president. You come in. That's your move? Well, maybe he's smart enough to go, huh. This is a lost year already. That's why that that that's what I from when I talked to him the first time back in September to where we are now and what I've heard from him and what he said. I believe he looks at this and says, "Whoa, this is nowhere near where I thought it was," and that's why he used the word young. 
whenever I hear we're going young, especially at the pro level, right? That means we're a long ways away. Bingo. And we heard that in 2019, 2020 with the Tigers. So you're telling me this fan base, which is as loyal and as good oh, as any the best fan base ever. I, I mean, I, it is. Without so a doubt. you're going to tell them now it's three more years? You know, you're a business. You're Chris Illich. You're, you're the business mind. You have your degree in business. You know, you're not that excitable fan for the Wings or the Tigers like your father was, the late Mike Illich. So, but you need butts in the seats. Wings look like they're on a, a track to be much improved. Uh, you brought in a president. Stevie Wise putting all his guys in there that he wants, on the ice, off the ice. I agree with you. If, if Scott Harris doesn't have full control of all the decisions on people underneath him, uh, any president in any business won't succeed anywhere. And, you know, maybe he was like, yeah, maybe he's best friends with all these guys. I, I, I don't know. But I, it's just, just odd. It is just, it just, just an odd, odd, odd thing. And, and that's why I'm— So how bad will this year be then for a Tigers fan listening right now? Um, I think offensively they're going to be pretty good. Uh, pitching, you've got two guys that could be very good. Uh, you do have a, you do have enough arms to cover innings for starters. So uh, I'm saying 65 wins. So what does that do for a fan base to uh, get uh, the English D? The following's loyal, but what does that do to draw? What does that do for TV ratings for? Well, Valley's, what's going on with Valley, Valley now? Well, no, I mean, they're, they're, they did announce that the Tigers are gonna they're gonna carry them. But beyond this, I've heard that Illich is, may do his own app or network with the Wings and Tigers, which is probably a smart move for someone like him with the Little Caesars and the Empire they have to be able to not only do an app to watch games but to turn around and then sell some games to local stations like they used to do back in the day, right? Remember when it was a treat to watch a Tiger game. Remember Larry Olsterman and George Kell on a Saturday afternoon watching Tiger baseball? Or on a Wednesday night in Texas, you know, at 8.30, they'd have to start. Yeah, I remember all that. George Kell, Al Kaline, remember that, Larry Olsterman? And so, and they'll just have that money compared to other owners. It will be some of those small market places that can't survive on their own where – they don't draw well on TV. They're not connected to advertisers. You know, Little Caesars, Illiches, they have do their own network, do their own app. You want to watch the Wings and the Tigers, you got to put the app on your TV like everybody's watching YouTube TV or Paramount Plus. Yeah, You got a Tigers, a Little Caesars network. They got the sponsor there. You yeah. know, Little Caesars just became like official pizza of the NFL last year. Yep. So I, they're okay, but it's the other regional networks where baseball – is going to have to do some thinking. I know there's talk of them taking it in-house on the MLB app, and people buy that pass, and they can watch their local team. As long as the blackout's out, you know, that's always been the pain. Like, Well, that that's the that, – that, and even with Bally, that when someone goes and travels, they, you know, you're a Tigers fan. You go down to your vacation in June to North Carolina – you want to watch the Tigers, but they even the app will have a blackout, right? Yeah, they got to get that. They got to get all that stuff straightened out. Well, it's sure. money, you know, and, and, and what it is is that, you know, you came in, Rupert Murdoch sold those regional networks at the time, Fox Sports Detroit, for $20 billion to Disney. $20 billion. Disney then had to give them up, didn't want to give them up, 
because of the Federal Trade Commission. It might be interesting to see if Disney ESPN Plus could come back in there now and say, hey, this is going to help jobs, teams. Baseball has a lot of political power, right, with the antitrust, is that we want to take them over, and you get ESPN Plus carrying all these games locally. I just they got to do something. Well, you know, the game itself, they're changing the rules, which I we'll talk about that later, John. But the the future of the game, when you look at the young generation or the younger generation, how many are wearing jerseys, wearing their baseball cap? Like we did, whether you were a, a Pirates fan growing up or a Cubs fan or the old English tea, it's not there. And they're smart enough to say, okay, what do we do? It's 162 games. It's a long year. You know, I'm looking at this World Baseball Classic, and I have to tell you something. The passion and energy that the fans from Japan, Dominican Republic, Puerto Rico, Venezuela show in-game reminds me of a soccer match, a football game. There is so much sound, noise, passion. And U.S., I will say this, up until the Grand Slam from Trey Turner, they were going through the motions in this World Baseball Classic, and they woke up. And, and, and I just think there's a passion that is there. And you look at look at the younger generations they were showing from Venezuela, Puerto Rico. It's a family thing like it was for us in baseball. And I know we have a lot of options in America that other countries don't have. But Major League Baseball is not doing a good job at connecting to those kids. So, for instance... NFL has their flag football with the names of the teams that they put in all these cities. Where's Major League Baseball doing doing inner city youth baseball leagues that they put on for free that the kids play and they wear uniforms of Major League teams? There's none of that, man. And I, I think the bigger issue here when you look at Bally, when you look at the fact that the Major League Baseball franchises can't support it, and it's not wholeheartedly like I mentioned it's just the fact that Sinclair Broadcasting came in and bought them for $10 billion, and they're not getting their money back. So when you bought them all as one company, I think if you put them out there for sale individually, there would be buyers of the profitable ones that would come in and say, yeah, I'm going to buy this, and I'm going to run it. right?" And I also think where baseball, these regional networks, broadcast companies, whether it was left or right, politics got involved in that, and you're starting to see the fallout from networks who are collapsing. Networks who decided to preach political advertising, which, uh, speaking of advertising, NCAA tournament. Can fi- how many more ads can Pfizer uh, have out there? <laughs> <laughs> is that amazing? Yeah, it is. Uh, it is. But again, that's the, the politics side of the sports where you, you need to separate it. And I think the game of baseball, back to what we're talking about, we'll get to in a moment. I want to get your thoughts on the future of the game. How do you grassroots it again? Because it was grassroots for you growing up in Hudsonville. It was grassroots for me growing up in Burton Heights, just down the street here from 96 won the game. I couldn't wait to get out and throw the ball. I couldn't wait to go play up against the stairs with the guys in the neighborhood. Wiffle ball leagues. Well, tennis ball up against the stairs. Yep. I tell everybody, man, I'm like, I learned how to hit when my brother Bob was throwing heat against the st- and the middle stair was a strike. Yep. Then you'd argue for an hour afterwards on, uh, but you're playing up against home runners over the fence by the church. I mean, that baseball was in, you know, it's a field of dreams. 
That's why that movie was so powerful Yes, for a lot of us. So we'll talk about it more. John Vanderwall in studio talking baseball, Tigers, MLB. Uh, we'll get his thoughts on the future of the game and talk about his connection to the younger generation. If you have a Tigers question, at Huge Show on Twitter, the Huge Show on Facebook, or on the Mercantile Bank listener line. They're a local bank you can depend on with locations wherever you're listening right now in Michigan. You can join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Get nothing but nets and win up to $15,000 cash. It's the $100,000 hoop to win. Every Saturday in March, 6 to 11 p.m. Shoot to win each week. Then on March 25th, players compete for up to $15,000. The $100,000 hoop to win giveaway. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.TV. That's MHSAA.TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. At Mercantile Bank, we believe supporting the communities we serve is a vital part of who we are. Our team is here to make a positive impact, a real difference, and we're always looking for leaders to join our team because we're not just a bank. We're a partner here to support what matters most. Come grow with us. Visit MercBank.com to learn more and let's support our community together. Mercantile Bank, member FDIC, equal opportunity employer. Get ready to swing for a good cause at Van Andel Institute. Purple Community's 11th Annual Be Brave Golf Outing on May 6th at Thornapple Point Golf Club in GR. It's a day of fun for all golf enthusiasts and proceeds benefit breast cancer research at Van Andel Institute. Register at VAI.org. This is Monster Jam! See the legendary gravedigger and more. Tear up the dirt with massive stunts. All-out racing. And crazy skills. It's adrenaline-charged fun for the whole family. Let's hear it! Make some noise! Monster Jam, as big as it gets. Coming to Van Andel Arena March 24th through 26th. Brought to you by Beacon Heat Tires. You have to see it live, so lock in your seats today at MonsterJam.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back on the Huge Show across Michigan. 19 radio stations strong. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. 
Also, when you're at thehugeshow.net, you can check on your bracket buster standings. Also, look at how Superfly and I are doing in the Bean Garter $1,000 bracket challenge. And at thehugeshow.net, there's also info on the home and away opening day promotion we're doing with the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant and the Michigan Sports Network. If you're 21 and up, just text the word TIGERS to 21000. That's TIGERS to 21000, and you'll be in the drawing on Friday afternoon and announced on the HUGE show where you could win airfare for two from Grand Rapids to Tampa to see the Rays and the Tigers on opening day. And also, you'll get a couple of tickets for the Tigers-Red Sox opening day in downtown Detroit. I'll be watching the game with you uh, down in Tampa, doing my show the Wednesday and Friday. Wrapped around opening day on the road with the Tigers. But if you're 21 and up, text the word TIGERS to 21000. And we'll announce that winner on Friday. You have until noon on Friday to text TIGERS to 21000. John Vanderwall, former major leaguer, Yankees, Giants, Expos, Pirates, Padres. Am I missing one? Brewers? Brewers? Reds? Oh, okay. Missing two? <laughs> You're bragging now. You're bragging. No, I would You're no. a bragger. Okay, I'm, geez, I'm sorry. You got to be one of the great uh, left-handed swings ever. Right there, Ken Griffey uh, Jr., uh, probably John Vanderwall. One of the greatest pinch hitters uh, the game's ever seen. Uh, he now is the head baseball coach. No, I'm, uh, assistant. I'm an assistant at Forest Hills. Forest Hills Central. And boys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Grand Rapids Forest Hills Central, he's an assistant. Also, you... Do some private lessons in the West Michigan area? Yeah, a place called ACA out in Lowell, Michigan. Justin Miller, who is the That's Lowell cool. head coach, baseball coach. He, uh, he's he got that uh, that building, beautiful building out there and off of Alden Nash. Yeah, you're, you're, you're sitting way far away from the mic. Can you get a oh, just, no, just a beautiful there you go. Nice, beautiful okay. building off, off Brett was, Alden Nash. Brett was calling you out uh, during that night, Superfly um, Hayes. Well, you so. can turn. You're looking like your neck sprain. <laughs> 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 so no, doing lessons out there, okay. things are good. Things right, are so really you're good. you're helping out Grand Rapids Forest Hill Central. I am, yeah, I'm and you're helping out. out the football team. I saw you on the sidelines at the state championship game against Warland De La Salle when it was halftime. Yeah, yeah, I have I helped them out. I hold the uh, defensive scout cards out for the defense during the week, and then uh, I control the music on Friday nights. I used to be on the sidelines, and then I go on the sidelines if. Uh, one of the coaches isn't there. So you control the music in the press box? Yeah, I got like, we will rock you to start the game. And Do you feel uh, like you're wicky, wicky, wicky? Sweet Caroline. And you go, uh, uh, uh. Do you pot it down uh, a little yeah. thing? Yeah, really? So the, the only time I got booed is I, uh, what was that song? The, uh, let it go, let it go. The, the the little kids loved it. You mean from like uh, the, yeah, the Frozen? Ice, yeah. So Oh, yeah, that's a big at stadium. You know, I like those singing. <laughs> okay, now you're going to get on me too. So I was playing it. Oh and I had God. all, I had, well, it's, it's during timeouts, okay? You're John Vanderwall, you're a former major leaguer. So I had all the kids singing Let It Go and all this stuff. Black, we will rock you. We I, got the champions. I got those okay, in too. I got those in too. Well, how'd you get Frozen in? Well, because I want the little kids. I want to get the kids. I want to get everybody involved. Well, anyway, I started going down the stands at halftime, and I'm getting, I mean, the parents are all over me. That's the last time I want to hear that song. Because they heard so, it a million yeah, times with their kids. popcorn at me and stuff. I'm like, all right. Okay, all right, well, all right. man, you have that music dream. You've been in stadiums, right? Yeah. And and what, and what was your walk-up music when you were playing uh, in the big leagues? Danger Zone. Uh, that was that really Danger Zone from Top Gun. That was mine. Um 
That was probably the only one I really played. I love that really? song. So you tell them what you want for Walk Up, right? Yeah, they did. I, yeah, and, and yeah, and the Big Leech did. But, I mean, music is so cool. And, and So you had Highway that, when the Danger Zone was like, the Danger Zone, I mean, you're ready to get I know. Yeah. I got the song there, right. John. Well, I, again, if you start singing Let It Go, we're going to have to let this interview go. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to have to let this interview uh, Hey, my phone's cutting. Uh, I mean, hey. Yeah, Highway to the Danger Zone. I mean, uh, that's original Top Gun, not Top Gun Maverick. That's from the... First one. I was there any other song you wanted to add that might have been no Sweet Caroline. No, for, um, no, for you when your walk up and when you're playing in the no, big. No, I, I I didn't really get into that. It wasn't like I'm. I was checking music out to see what I. That really wasn't a thing. I was had, there any walk up song you thought was the perfect for a guy that you loved that you played with because you played with Bonds, you played with Jeter. Um. Were you no. there when Enter Sandman came on for Mariano? Loved it. Were you there with yes. the Yankees then? Yes. But he didn't play that much that year I was there. He was hurt the whole year. But when he did come in, that was really cool. That was cool. But the best one was Hell's Bells was Trevor Hoffman. Oh, for the Padres. No question. That is the yeah, best. Yeah, when he would come walking out. Ding. Enter Okay. Well, I'm just telling you. He's singing bells now. I, okay. All right, Johnny. I. If you're doing, again, I know everybody at DeVos Place and DeVos Performance Hall, if you want to get in on one of the shows. They're texting now. To sing. (laughs) I think Frozen. Frozen. All right. So so I'm getting stabbed now. I deserve that Frozen. uh, Frozen the play is coming to DeVos Performance Hall (laughs) featuring John Vanderwolf. You you were doing it for the kids. I was doing it for the kids. I was like back in my my old days at Terry Hall Roller Rink. You've seen the kids at a high school football game. They're all running around by the concession stand. But they all stopped when Let It Go came on. Yeah, because they they stopped and said, what the hell is that guy (laughs) playing up there? I got that. All right. I got it. All right, we'll stick around. We'll, we'll get to another segment. Actually, talk some baseball. Ding, ding. Okay. All right, John Vanderwall, former major leaguer in studio with us here on the Huge Show across Michigan. I remind everybody, if you want to check in on your brackets, go to thehugeshow.net. Also, if you want to get in uh, on winning that trip to Tampa and tickets in Detroit, home and away openers, courtesy of the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant and the Michigan Sports Network, Text Tigers to 21,000. That's T I G E R S uh, to 21000. Our Bud Light huge question of the day. Uh, you can always join in. Uh, what do you think the Tigers will do this year? Uh, your expectations? 1 866 That's 1 866 That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line. 1 866 Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. We played for the thrill. That rush you feel with the game on the line. 
I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Get ready to swing for a good cause at Van Andel Institute Purple Community's 11th Annual Be Brave Golf Outing on May 6th at Thornapple Point in GR. With the shotgun start at 8.30 a.m., this is the event for all golf enthusiasts. Participate in an individual or foursome admission, all while having food and beverages provided. The best part is that 100% of the proceeds will benefit breast cancer research at Van Andel Institute. Register now at VAI.org. That's VAI.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Huge back with you on our 19-station Michigan Sports Network. For the radio station close to you, or you can listen weekdays at 3, just go to thehugeshow.net. I do want to thank our longtime friends at WHTC in Holland for their support of The Huge Show, along with Sports Extra 1330 in Flint, Grand Blanc, and Genesee County on the east side of the state. Now, when we talk about The Huge Network and where we are aired live, there's also brand steakhouse and grills close to everybody listening right now, at least to most of you. You'll find a brands in Bay City where you can watch Michigan State and K-State Thursday night. Mike Brand Jr., Liz Brand Stegaheis and Sean Stegaheis have a great location there. Also, Mike Brand Jr. has the brands in Caledonia with Liz Brand Stegaheis. That's just south of GR if you listen on 96.1 The Game, our flagship station. You also find that brands in Holland, just off of James and US 31. Johnny Brands has that location in Granville. And also Johnny Brands on Leonard, just off of US 131 in downtown GR. And Mike Brand Sr. has the Brands in Cascade, just east of Grand Rapids. So you can watch all the NCAA tournament actions, Spartans and K-State, Thursday night at 6.30. And also they have the 6.99 Burger Basket going on during Michigan Madness in every tournament game. And also 2.99 Drafts. That's every tournament game. Michigan Madness at all brands' locations. That's a good deal. Are you kidding me? For less than 10 bucks, you can get a burger basket and a beer during tournament games. You can go watch Michigan State, K-State Thursday night at all the brands' steakhouse and grills. For the one close to you, go to brands.com. And also you can order up all your favorites for pickup or delivery. Just go to brands.com. Big. Bad. Huge. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update 
and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows. Find out about the promotions and the giveaways. Go to SoaringEagleCasino.com and download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the incredible Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the huge show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the huge show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It's another hour of the Huge Show, the only syndicated statewide sports radio show heard on 19 stations for the one close to you. Go to thehugeshow.net. In a moment, more of our conversation with former Major Leaguer John Vanderwall, who calls West Michigan home. We'll talk about the Tigers. Uh, we'll get to the AL Central and the rest of Major League Baseball. Uh, if you have a comment or question, you can join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line, 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. Opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. You also have a few days left to enter for that trip. Home and away openers for the Tigers, courtesy of the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant and the Michigan Sports Network. Just text the word TIGERS to 21000. If you're 21 and up, text the word TIGERS to 21000, and you'll be in the drawing this Friday. And the winner will be announced on the huge show on Friday afternoon. Airfare for two from Grand Rapids to Tampa Hotel Two tickets to the game. I'll watch the game in Tampa with you. I'm doing my show down there the Wednesday and Friday wrapped around the road season opener. And then you'll get two tickets uh, in Detroit. And also I'll be there on opening day at Tin Roof. The old Chelly's right across uh, from the stadium. So a lot going on. If you're 20, you 21 and up, what? Where are you guys staying in St. Pete? I don't know. Why? You got a house? No, there's a really there's a really nice hotel. It's only like five minutes from... I think it was full. I don't think we're, you know, between, you know, you're around spring break time, too, which is... Because you could walk to the... Uh, yeah, I think we're at, we're at a, re, not a resort, uh, but one of those resort places. I forget where it's at. So, yeah, we're... That'll be fun, though. It will be. Anything yeah, nice. Well, you get anything that, in the 80s is Yeah, and a nice. listener can, you know, win a trip to the season opener in Tampa, to the home opener against the Red Sox, which is kind of old school... Uh, historic season yep. opener matchup. You'll have a huge crowd on opening day. Uh, I don't know about Tampa. They never draw, but opening day, I think they'll draw. Well, it'll t- if, if they draw 20,000, it's a sellout. Oh, they're, they're, they're a great franchise. They need to move. They're, they're it's, so it's, good. It's just a terrible place to have a venue. It's in St. Pete right there. It's just, it's very difficult to get to. Yeah, you, you know, got the bridges all in and out. I mean, I think. I think it'd be tough to draw anywhere in Florida during the summertime because there's so much, so many things to do. But they needed, they need to get out of that, that little island of St. Pete and get in where you, it's easily accessible to get in and out. Bottom line, yeah, I, I, I'm surprised they haven't moved with MLB. That uh, 
Uh, or, or build a downtown stadium in Tampa, right? And give them a... Do something. But they like but, the dome because of the weather you deal with in Florida with a lot of the rain. Which they need it. In the summer, right? They need it. Is Miami... Is that retractable yep. for Miami? That's retractable. Yeah, so it, it rains. It rains every day, like at uh, five o'clock. Right. So they fifteen. So they need that. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm thinking that is that franchise going to end up in Charlotte? Is it going to end up in you know Charlotte? Seems like the right spot. Oklahoma City could be a future Major League Baseball market. I, I think it's right for a move, uh, but I don't know where for an organization that. I mean, they're from top to bottom. They're pretty good, and you know, if they get twenty five thousand during a game, that's like wow. And look at all their crowd. playoff success, right? Exactly, World Series and everything they've done. And look at you know, like Tampa Bay Lightning, but they play downtown, right? In Tampa, yeah, they play in that. They got a little uh, restaurant district down there, I think, by their their arena, by Tampa's arena. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Is it? I, I haven't been down there, but yeah. that's where they should put a baseball. You know, have put a retractable roof. I think they just got to move. How you, you know, yeah, I mean, they, that's probably the the right thing. But um, for some reason, hockey does well, right? Yeah, hockey does really well because of the location, right? You got the district, and you got like what the Wings are doing with uh, downtown Detroit. You know, maybe the franchise could slide over to Orlando, where you got the entertainment destination, and you build a retractable roof place. You know, somewhere. You know, near downtown Orlando or the epicenter, because there's no traffic already in Orlando. No, there's Florida none. traffic is crazy. It's 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 it, it's nuts. It's, it's been bad. I mean, it is. It's, it's getting worse. But it, yeah, it is horrible. Yeah, so, I four from Tampa to oh, Orlando's a nightmare. It is a flat out a nightmare. All right, so Tampa a team that will be there at the end contending. Uh, when you look at the Tigers, what we talked about, Johnny. Uh, how long for a Tigers fan listening right now do you project before they could be strong enough and their roster put together to contend to win the AL Central? You just can't. I, I, there's no timetable because you don't know what they're doing. It's it's a, it's a, it's all you gotta have some over you, there. You got to have some timetable. Okay, five years. Let's start to so rebuild you, totally uh, over. So which I so you started totally over, and then by the time you're ready to go, Green and Torkelson will be gone. <laughs> and, <laughs> that's and you restart again. And it's a re-rebuild. Yeah. I, it's I mean, just, that's what I, I, I know. It's a word that. It's I, a cluster. I don't think that's out there. It's a re-rebuild. And that's I, why they gaslighted last year. I really wonder, and I'm, I'm real interested. I'm not, not about the Red Sox home opener where our winners will be going, but I, I'm talking – You'll have a. I know you draw when it's nice weather and you want to drink, you know, some Bud Lights at a game, and it's you know, or you take your kids on a Saturday, and it's still a great experience at the ballpark. Yes, but it is. From a business perspective, when you look at keeping up the ratings on Valley Sports Detroit and those regional networks in trouble, when you look at drawing, and you're Chris Illich and you're a businessman, and you invested last year in Rodriguez and Baez, those are the two guys to me. That if the Tigers want to turn it around, it starts with those two having all star type years. And I, I believe that I believe blah 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 blah. blah. Baez is going to have a good year. Rodriguez is going to pitch well enough to be able to get another contract. Because you mean I thought did he have a two year deal, Rodriguez? Yeah, with an option, I think. Right. Yeah, yeah. But, but they want to be able to have control of that option. So 
they're going to have good enough years to leave Detroit next year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, this is going to happen. I mean, until you get, so you need a manager like Dusty Green. Baker. You get what? How much control you get on them originally? Well, I mean, you've got when they get arbitration, to the five, six years. I think it's six. I, I, I maybe six. I, I, I'm not in that group so anymore. I would have known when I was playing. So they're they're not, six. I if mean, they're not progressing, six. then all of a sudden somebody's going to step in with Green and Torkelson. And Illich will see the business model or he'll look at lack of attendance goes, and money go, coming Ooh, we can get six prospects for green. <laughs> that's going to be the re, that's just, that's re, almost, rebuild. I almost cursed on the radio. That's, that, that's the stuff that, that happens. That will be the re-re-rebuild. Yeah. It's just, it, it's, a, it's like, like Groundhog Day. It is absolutely like, and my watch just told me to. It's, it's like Groundhog Day in Detroit. You know, you look like a Dusty Baker. You get a manager with, with some, I mean, just some moxie and that people want to play for and stuff. So, I mean, there's a lot of other variables that go into that. I'm not, I'm not so sure Detroit has that. I'm pretty sure they don't. That there's guys that, for, you know, these free agents want to come and say, man, I want to play in Detroit. I want to play for, for that guy over there. You know, I, I don't think they have that. You got you got to have that. You got to have an ownership that wants to put some money in. You need you need a one a first and a second uh, starter to come in and say, "Man, I want to pitch in Detroit." And Chris Illich doesn't seem like that type of guy, but he did invest in Baez. He did. Rodriguez he right? has thrown some money out there. You know, back in the day of what 2014, 2013, when they had the best starting rotation in baseball, and everybody in in the world knew that you had to get a bullpen, except. Dabrowski. Uh, I, I mean, I, I I chided with him a few times about that. I'm like, dude, you, you, were, you, were you the only one that didn't know you needed that? How, how are guys that blind but, to an um, obvious need? I mean, they, I mean, the guy sitting on the sofa on Burton and Division over here knew you you got had you needed a bullpen. Anyway, until you get that back, where people go, man, I want to go, I want to come back here. You, you know, you're gonna you're gonna be a third hand team. It's just. And then by the time, you know, it, it's sad to say, but I will predict that if they don't change, get some things changed, you know, within the management side. Yeah, that three-year window, right? That the next one is going to be, well, we had to get rid of Green because, you know, he was he was getting close to that uh, free agency thing. And, and we can't pay him $250 million. Or Torkelson was getting to that point where... We had to get, try to get some. Remember Scherzer? They yeah, couldn't exactly. pay both Scherzer and so, Verlander, where you look back on it now, and ironically, they're together with the Mets. Okay, so it, it, here's here's another thing. So you hear all this hoopla about how good the pitching is. The pitching hasn't changed in 50 years. You got, you've got you uh, got Justin Verlander. Was he 40? 41. Is he close to it or something Who was like one that? of the best pitchers in baseball. I'm telling you right now, back in my day when I had snowshoes on going uphill, he would not be pitching the way he did at forty now, not 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 when I was playing when we had Bonds and all the boys and the guys that were raking. He you mean would, the hitters were better? Then, yes. Oh my gosh, yes. Oh yeah. I mean the hitters. You know, hitters are Think there are the still King some Griffey decent Jr., right? hitters, Bonds, but right? yeah, Peter? yeah. The overall, the hitting is horrible. It's absolutely horrible. It, it just is. Uh, and why is that? With all the travel ball. Launch angles, you know, all that kind of stuff. The evolution of college baseball, you think baseball it's, ranches, it's all this taught, stuff. They're taught yes. the mechanics of the game. Yeah, and then you had people who didn't know the game, who are in high places, and they let all this stuff inf- infestate into. Because they want to be the next generation. Yeah, and then we make sure we don't have guys who played in the big leagues, you know, to tell us, you know, to, to give us input because we're too intimidated to hear that. So they let all this all this garbage in, and it's it's just it's been an infestation. But the one other thing I want to say is that one of my buddies that 
is in high up places. Uh, said that the rotations are going back to two seams, and I laughed. I said, why do you want to go to two seams? You mean when, two seam fastballs? Two seam fastballs when no one can hit a fastball above the belt. I said, you know, why do you want to bring it down lower? You give them a chance. And he didn't specify, but I believe they already know the balls are going to be jumble-juiced and they're going to fly. And that's not good. They'd rather keep it low. and Like last year when you saw a triple-A rotation in Detroit compete because the balls were not juiced, it's going to be a 180. I believe it's going to be a 180 this year and the ball's going to be jumping out. And that's not good for the Tigers. Are they using that ball in spring training, or is there a different ball they'll use? Because there's been a lot of scoring in spring training. There has been. You notice, too. Yeah. There, and I'm not watching many baseball games, but I'm watching two hours and 27-minute 13 to, 13 to 6 games. You know, there's a lot of runs being scored, so they could be, yes. All right, so John Vanderwall, former major leaguer, calls West Michigan home. Also helping out the Grand Rapids Forest Hill Central Baseball Program. For our listeners on 96 won The Game, our flagship station in GR, my man. Thank you so much for stopping in. Some good conversation. Good luck. And we'll talk. Uh, let's give a month in the season, and you'll come back in, and we'll break it down, okay? Absolutely. All right, John Vanderwall in studio. One of the great swings, Reds, Padres, Expos, Yankees. Jeter, Jeter called him the captain. Matter of fact, if you look at that new Jeep commercial where they say it even has a captain's chair, John Vanderwall was left out in the editing. He was in the other captain's chair in the Jeep commercial with Jeter. Uh, did you watch the captain on uh, ESPN Plus? The I, no, I didn't. I, uh, Why? Are you kidding me? I just. I hey, John Vanderwall. Yeah, come on. You got to watch great, it. He was a he, unbelievable guy. Just a great baseball player, humble human did being. Did you ever see Bonds take anything illegal? No. Nope, I never did. Why is he so hated? I, I love the guy that's one of the great swings. I ever. love I love Barry. Barry was awesome. Uh, he, I think maybe because of some of the stuff that he did early on in his career, he was kind of a dingbat to some people. But, I mean, I loved him. He was, he was Jeter awesome. and Bonds playing with those guys, that's a pretty good memory. Yeah, but, I mean, Bonds is the best player I've ever played. I mean, you mean talking best skill? Oh, my God. There's no, there's no one even close. Swing sweet, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, he Griffey could do, Jr. or him, it's tough to figure out. No, 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 but no, 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 no. Bonds? Oh, yeah. So quick, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's not even close. It's not even close between Griffey and Bonds. Really? I'm just telling you, no, it's not even close. Griffey did have a longer swing. Bonds was short, compact, and just turned on it, right? Uh, yeah, just, yeah. Yes, both great Hall of Fame, Hall of, Hall of Fame players, but... Were you were uh, married when you were at the Yankees, when Jeter was there? Yeah. Oh, I was going to say, because if you were single, I wanted to ask when you and Jeter went out in Manhattan on the town, who got more girls' numbers on napkins, you or Jeter? Well, I I stayed home and watched uh, the Today Show and learning, make sure I was home early and watch that, and I, I was an ER fan back then, so no, I was, I'd go and home Jeter, right after And Jeter baseball. is out there, ends up marrying Miss Columbia, right? I don't, I mean... I had my I had Deb and my two kids, so after the game I was going. You were home. a family guy. Yeah, I was. I didn't. I wasn't part of that stuff. I didn't know. I mean, I never, really never even heard anything. Who was the manager I mean, then? Joe Torre. Oh my God! So did you get a ring with the Yankees? I didn't. We got blown out by the Angels. Uh, it, they let they let a guy on the roster. It was anyway. We got beat. We just got flat out beat. But it's still a great career for you. But I mean, we didn't have. Did you yeah, get a ring with anybody? I uh, got a world champion or a NL championship ring with the Padres yeah, in '98. Right. So that's awesome. Um, you had a great career. It was fun. Uh, I wish I obviously with New York. I wish we could have went farther, but there was a lot of injuries on that team and the pitching staff. So it, when New York, New York was playing at Yankee Stadium, was there anything better? No. What year were you with the Yankees? Uh, 2002. 2002. The best. 
I mean, Boston, Boston, New York are the two places. You so you were there the year after 9-11. Yep. After the World Series they had with yep. the D-backs, right? Yep. Tattered flag. How long did they leave that up on the flagpole? They take it down that year? They could have. I, yeah, I, probably put it in the museum, I would think. It's somewhere in that but, I mean, those, ground zero museum. But Boston, I mean, New York, Boston, the two best places to play in baseball. Bart Vanderwall, good stuff. Good in studio. Thank you. It was awesome. Yeah. yeah, John Vanderwall, former major leaguer, calls West Michigan home, joining us in studio here on the Huge Show across Michigan. Speaking of baseball, if you want to get in on that home and away opening day giveaway, airfare for two, hotel tickets to the game. I'll sit next to you in Tampa. Then you'll get two tickets for the Red Sox Detroit. Home opener in the Motor City, courtesy of the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort and the Michigan Sports Network. Text Tigers to 21,000. That's Tigers to 21,000. Must be 21 and up to enter. And we'll announce the winner on Friday's show. You have until noon Friday to text Tigers to 21,000 if you're 21 and up. From St. Joseph to Midland. This show is huge. It's time to go on the court with Tim Stout. It's a new day to celebrate and be free. It's a new day full of action and excitement because it's a day for winning. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort, it's a new day. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com. We're down to one team remaining in the NCAA basketball tournament from the Big Ten, the Michigan State Spartans, and they've been there before. In the Sweet 16, it could be tough matchups coming up against Kansas State for certain on TBS at 6.30 p.m. on Thursday, and more than likely, if the Spartans win again, and the Elite Eight game would be Saturday against Tennessee, assuming Tennessee can beat Florida Atlantic. Michigan State has played hard-nosed defense led by its guards, and they say guard play is so dominant and must be that way in the NCAA tournament for a team to succeed. The Spartans have won by 10 points and 9 points in the first two games. They're a two-point underdog to Kansas State in Madison Square Garden on the big stage in New York City, but 16 are left. Huge here for my good friend Tom Rosenbach and his team from Bean Carter. Now, they've made that move to partner with Dorn Mayhew, an Eastside firm, and now they're stronger than ever before. Big businesses, small businesses, taxes, any business need you have, you can turn to Tom Rosenbach and his team. Just go to beangarter.com. That is B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. Tom and his team also put up the $1,000 in cash in our Bracket Buster Challenge contest at thehugeshow.net. So if you entered the contest, uh, you can follow your picks all the way through the championship game uh, each and every day at thehugeshow.net. Just log in. You'll see it. It's simple and easy. And follow your picks if you took a shot at winning that $1,000 in the Bean Carter Bracket Buster Challenge. Follow your picks through the championship game at thehugeshow.net. That's thehugeshow.net. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. Hey Michigan, let's go big. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver, and I'm talking real big time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app. 
Eagle Casino and Sports. Sign up now and get up to $1,500. That's right. We'll match your first two deposits for up to $1,500 plus 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older and in Michigan to play. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan. For the one close to you and to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Back on The Huge Show across Michigan, Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. He motivates us each and every day with his enthusiasm unknown to mankind. He is the epicenter of sports radio producing. Thank you, Superfly. He has his Michigan State hat on. He won't take it off until the tournament ends. Risden, hey, be, be proud of that, man. That, was, that was a nice that? win. Really? Yeah, his hat moves with the bugs. Watch it. It will go back and forth. I don't know. He, he will not take that off. So they're going to beat K-State. I think so. I, and, I think I, so. and I saw in uh, Andy Katz's March Madness rankings – they're ranked ahead of Florida Atlantic, Tennessee, and K-State. And those are the three other teams in New York City at Madison Square Garden. Izzo in March. There's no reason they can't get it done. And go to Houston. Now, when they get to Houston, that could be a different story. They could play Houston. No, they, or no, they could play Alabama on that side, I think. That's not good either. But Alabama. <laughs> well, Nate Oates lives by morals. Did you see Nick Saban call out uh, one of his players went 141 miles an hour? Uh, which is a warning in Tuscaloosa if you have your Alabama football ID card. But he, he mentioned about accountability. And right during the tournament in Alabama, it was a shot. With all that's going on with their, it was their a men's shot basketball at program. Men's basketball. And that story's only going to get bigger as Alabama advances. You know, it's, it's interesting that that hasn't been as focused upon as you would think it would be. No, no, the media just focuses on what they want to. Okay, there's diversions. All right, you know that we're not going to yes, yes. we're not going to get into that discussion. We're yes, here to sir. talk uh, Lions and <laughs> talk about happier things like the Lions. Oh God, the Lions! Hey, this is, this is Getty Land. This this is it's great. This is uncharted territory, as I mentioned yesterday, Rizzy. That yeah, when they had Barry and they had Benny Blades and they had Spillman and they had you know Lomas and the great Glover and everybody and Herman. We we were unsure about Fonts as their coach, and then the coaches that came after that, right, including Bobby Ross. We were unsure about the front office. We were unsure about ownership. That was always lingering, that they underachieved only if they had a commitment, or they have a, a bigger coach, right? Why isn't a Parcells-type coach in Barry? And then now you have everything. You you are only missing, and again, it's our it's our one theme, you are missing the veteran backup who's there who can help win games if golf would go down. Right. And they still haven't addressed it, and all these names are signing with other teams. So what do you think? And have you heard anything? What are the Lions planning on doing in terms of their backup QB? Because it's been an issue 
uh, in the first two years with Holmes and Campbell. It has been, and it's something that Brad Holmes told us specifically at the Combine that he was going to get better at and address, and right now, Jared Goff is still the only quarterback on the roster, which leads you, and like guys, even like the lower tier guy, like Josh Dobbs, who was here for a cup of coffee last year uh, before the Titans signed him away, he signed in Cleveland today. You know, Cooper Rush is gone. Pretty much every name that you can think of outside of Teddy Bridgewater, who's going to want way too much money to be a backup, uh, is gone. Uh, Jacoby Brissett's not coming to, to Detroit. Like th- Those are guys that think that they can start somewhere. What about a Wentz who may want to play one year as a backup? But he's going to want a two-year deal. He's not going to come for one year, yeah, exactly. right? Exactly. He's going to he's going to wait until somebody gets hurt in camp is what he's going to do. Um, and that's smart strategy on his part. But they, they are running out of options, which leads... And we have heard nothing, nothing. So what are the options, Jeff? You're with Lions Wire. Yeah. You're with Draft Wire. Are they going to draft a quarterback and hope they get a Brock Purdy type guy? Or they're going to draft high and take let, a quarterback and, and let him be the backup and leverage the. So the the leverage situation is is that Jared Goff, if he plays the way he did at the end of last season, he's going to get fifty million dollars a year. That's that's going to be the market value, and then the whole concept of. Well, we can build a great team around Jared Goff to make him look better. That goes away because then you're paying him too much to do that. Then you can't pay everybody out of Panay Sewell, Taylor Decker, Amon Ross St. Brown, Kirby Joseph, Aiden Hutchinson when he needs his next deal, Ali McNeil when he needs his next deal. Some of those guys are going to have to go away if you're paying Goff that much. So they've got to have some leverage there and like, hey... Yeah, he's 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 good, but is he is he going to be that good with without all those dudes? Is he going to be that good without Ben Johnson, who's going to get a head coaching job next year? Are we ready to commit that level to Jared Goff, or do we want to have a backup plan already in place? A guy like Anthony Richardson or a guy like Will Levis, who's not ready to start now, and God help the team that that thinks that Will Levis is going to play in twenty twenty three. You never know. Uh, they they got to have somebody like that, and that's high end, and that's that's doing. That's doing what the Chiefs did when they had Alex Smith and they hit their ceiling with him and they realized, okay, we got to get Patrick Mahomes in here. He might not be ready to play right away, but Smith is good enough to take us to where we want to get to and then Mahomes can take us over the top. The Ravens did that with Joe Flacco to Lamar Jackson. It happens more than you think it does. Uh, the, the 49ers back in the day did that with Alex Smith and Colin Kaepernick and, and Kaepernick got them higher. Like it, it does work as long as you get the draft pick right. And that's something that I think you're going to have to see them. They're certainly going to explore it. They did not waste all those trips to, uh, to Gainesville, Florida and to, to Tuscaloosa and Alabama to, to watch guys not like, not without some level of intrigue. Does it mean they're going to take one? I couldn't tell you. We'll find out in a month. But we, at this point, they almost are telling everybody that, yes, we are considering it because we haven't done anything. Like, you can't run a practice without three quarterbacks. They only have one. Uh, OTAs start a week and a half after the draft. Like, they're going to have... Which would be early May, right? Yeah, they got to have at least two more quarterbacks in. I hope they have learned their lesson not to deal with the Nate Sudfels and Tim Boyles of the world. Like, that doesn't work. They know it doesn't work. They've told us it so doesn't work. So what are work. they doing, though? And that, that's and a that's, big question. That's, that, the only that negative, the big, right. that's the only negative surrounding this entire franchise. Right, which is what's te- which is why a lot of us, and I'm raising my hand here, for those of you watching on Closed Circuit TV, I am I am of the belief that they're taking a quarterback in the first two rounds because because that's what they're telling us that they're going to do. Doesn't mean they'll do it. No, they might, they might switch out of that. Who knows? But uh, 
it's not a great year for the developmental quarterbacks. So you guys like Jake Hayner out of Fresno State, Aiden O'Connell out of Purdue. Like those are kind of like those guys are who they're going to be. Like they can be your backup, but they're never. You don't ever want those guys to start. You like the hooker from Tennessee coming I, I, back I from the like, knee injury. I do right? like hooker. Um, the big thing is with him is that he's 25 years old and he's not going to be able to practice until July at the earliest because he tore his knee. But in terms of skill, he's better th- right now. He's better than Anthony Richardson and Will Levis fairly handily. And uh, it, it's weird that Lions fans have taken such a revulsion to him. I put him in a mock draft, and everybody's like, oh, my God, are you trying to kill us? Like, he's good, folks. He, he is exactly what you, what they want in their quarterback. He threw 56 touchdowns and five interceptions in his last two years of college. That sounds like what Ben Johnson wants, a guy who makes smart decisions with the football based on pre, pre-snap pre reads. That's exactly what Jared Goff does. Hendon Hooker does that. And also, oh, by the way, he can run. Like, I don't, I don't get the – other than the age, I don't get the aversion to him. I think the quarterback issue is creating anxiety with the Lions nation. Oh, yes, 100%. I, I really do. And it's not not against Goff now. No. Nobody oh, God, doubt, no. no. Nobody no. doubts Goff. He's – He's top five, top three in the NFC. I mean, tell me, seriously, all right, after Jalen Hurts in the NFC right now, I said this on Twitter, I had a huge show a couple of days ago. After Hurts, best quarterback in the NFC on paper right now at this hour as we're talking on the huge show across Michigan. I mean, Goff is certainly in that conversation. Prescott, Dak, he's out of Cooks, which is good for him. Yeah. But I think he's declining. I really do. Jimmy G's gone. Carr. With the Saints, who knows how that's going to work? But he's not. He's got to prove it. He's not better than Goff. No, no, he's he not. might be, but he's so not who? proving it. That, it yeah. Fields. Some some tried to argue Fields. Yeah, on running the ball. Fields Fields will get better now that they have receivers. Though. Yeah, DJ I, Moore's a nice big guy. I, I, I they got PJ Wilson as a good backup too, right? They do. He's that's another guy. How, that how do they Detroit. not? Lions go out there. I'm starting to sound like Seinfeld. How do they not get it's, a backup? It's weird that we have to find something to you know a windmill to tilt at, and we're tilting at the backup quarterback. And now, like, those words going fast here could really get us thrown off here if I yeah. decide to roll that way. Just somebody. Yeah, um, it's. I mean, yeah. I see Sam Darnold signed for a year because he believes Purdy. He's not going to be healthy, and Trey Lance could be a guy that starts four games and can't start anymore because the Niners are in a win-now mode. I, I mean this about golf. If, if I was ranking quarterbacks in the NFC right now, today, on paper, it would be obviously Hurts. Yeah. I would go golf prescott and yeah. now seriously, am I going to yeah. go Carr? Am I, you know, Stafford? We don't like know his health. Daniel Jones? I mean, no, Dan, yeah. some might say Jones, but I'm talking I, quarterbacks. Yeah, there's... I. That's you can and that's I, the same way with teams. If you flip it now to teams, because yeah. of the movement, now nothing, no games have been played because of the movement on rosters, both to and from, and the AFC loading up with Rodgers and that impending deal with the Jets. If you look at the Lions on paper right now, tell me you don't have them in the top four, if not top three, conversation. They're absolutely the best team in the NFC North on paper. All right, no, so that, no, no so question that, that about it. That means you're the best in one of the four divisions. That's right. top four, right? And like you can make an argument. I think Philadelphia has proven that they're number better. one. Yeah, they're number one. I think yeah. Dallas with the, what they've done and their defense. Pre- they're good. They're good. The San, Fran- San Francisco's good. I think. Yeah, but San Francisco. Okay, you got they Sam got, Darnold. They got questions. Yeah, Purdy with the Tommy John U joint surgery, yeah. right? They they quietly lost some defensive Trey backs too. We're still improving. Yeah, he's like the Jordan Love. Yep. I mean, Green Bay, 
Oh my God! I, I'm I, buying Super Bowl tickets I will right tell you, now. I'm I taking just, Hank Hayes. I do think that uh, you know Brett asked me if the Lions go to the Super Bowl. He says, "Could you get me and my dad tickets?" I'm like, "Sure." Who am I? Uh, oh, hold on one second. Press a button right here. I'm going to poop them out. <laughs> I'm Ticketmaster.com. You know, I don't really don't go to the big events like that, but I would go to a Super Bowl. Oh, God, with the Lions. You have to go with you know, me as a fan. If the Lions go there, the cost of that ticket, and I'm talking in the next five years, I've I've said two Super Bowls since the end of the regular season. I'm not just jumping on the bandwagon now. That's why when I'm seeing these moves and you see C.J. Gardner-Johnson and you're thinking about Mosley and Sutton and you're looking at who they re-signed and depth on the offensive line, how can they? They have to be thinking. I agree with you. That they're looking at what I've said, that if Carter or Will Anderson aren't there and there's a quarterback there, because let's say Seattle at yeah. five and Arizona at three, take Carter um, Carter and Anderson, Anderson, yeah. that there's a, there's now a quarterback there. Yes, that, that, that there will be three quarterbacks and one defensive player, and then there's one other variable. Is it a fourth quarterback or is it the other defensive guy? So I could see what the Lions are doing because you mentioned it in one of your tweets uh, at Lions Wire and Jeff Risden joining us in studio, that the way they've set up is they're going to have clearance on money so they have options if they take that quarterback, what you're saying, and let's say golf levels off and the Lions make the playoffs this year, but they're... Ten and seven, but they made the playoffs. Yeah, which to the Lions fans is moving forward, right? Absolutely. So now you look at that final year of golf. You now get that rookie quarterback in year two, and you have options. If golf now doesn't take you next level, you don't have to pay him, and you have the second year guy who, in his third year, is ready to take over. Exactly. And that, that, and money wise, you're set up to build more strength around that now third year rookie quarterback from the 2023 draft. Right. And then you can pay Panay Sewell top dollar. You can pay Amon Rossi Brown and, and you can still bring in other people. Like if you're paying golf that much, you're not getting, you're not, you're not paying. Do you think the Lions are looking at this long term, this a- golf situation? Absolutely. absolutely. And that's why they haven't signed a backup? I don't know that that's not why they've signed, but they're, they're absolutely are have to, if they're not considering it, they're, they got their heads in the sand. Like I know they love Jared Goff, like make no Make no question about that. They love Jared Goff, and they do think that he's that guy. But if he wavers at all, they, they, everything they've said publicly and privately says that they're they need to get better and, and have a better backup plan than what they've had. They haven't done that in action yet, so that's that's why we're anxious. That's why we're we're wondering about it again. We're we're quick Lions stop. fans are losing their minds on the backup QB. That's yeah. the only thing, and that's you know that, that's better than worrying about their starting quarterback. That's <laughs> no, it better. is. But with our luck, I think Lions fans know their <laughs> luck that they're going to have the perfect team put together, and golf goes down in game one. And and we've we have seen this in the NFL before. We've seen where a a team that has a great young core comes up together, and the quarterback is good, but he's not that good. It happened in Houston with Matt Schaub when they had Arian Foster and Andre Johnson and J.J. Watt mm. and Brian Cushing and all those guys. And Schaub was good enough to get them into the playoffs, the hump. but he could not win that game. And I'm I'm mortified, actually, if that's what happens with Jared Goff and the, and the Lions. Because to this point over the last three, if you look at the three-year window of Jared Goff, he's right about where Matt Schaub was in that Houston time. And I, I was down there for that time. That team was if they had a, a B-plus level quarterback, was winning, at least getting to a Super Bowl, and because Schaub was a B, B-minus, they never got there. 
Jeff Risden, he knows about that a lot. He knows the Lions. He knows the NFLs. He's got anxiety about the backup quarterback too. With the Lions joining us uh, in studio, uh, talking about free agency. You have a NFL Lions question. You can join us on the Mercantile Bank listener line one eight six six eight three eight four eight four three. That's one eight six six eight three eight huge. Add huge show on Twitter. The huge show on Facebook. Also, if you miss any interview. Any show, any hour, our podcasts are free and we are everywhere. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. We might have just come out with our most refreshing Nicolope Ultra Organic Seltzer yet. It's called the Essential Collection. It's made with coconut water and real fruit juice. So it's always going to have a real refreshing fruit taste. Can refreshing get any more refreshing? Yep, it can and it just did. Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer, made with coconut water and real fruit juice for superior taste. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer, IRC Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. At Mercantile Bank, we believe supporting the communities we serve is a vital part of who we are. Our team is here to make a positive impact, a real difference, and we're always looking for leaders to join our team. Because we're not just a bank, we're a partner, here to support what matters most. Come grow with us. Visit MerckBank.com to learn more, and let's support our community together. Mercantile Bank, member FDIC, equal opportunity employer. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Get nothing but net and win up to $15,000 cash. It's the $100,000 hoop to win. Every Saturday in March, 6 to 11 p.m. Shoot to win each week. Then on March 25th, players compete for up to $15,000. The $100,000 hoop to win giveaway. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Get ready to swing for a good cause at Van Andel Institute, Purple Community's 11th Annual Be Brave Golf Outing on May 6th at Thornapple Point Golf Club in GR. It's a day of fun for all golf enthusiasts and proceeds benefit breast cancer research at Van Andel Institute. Register at VAI.org. Spring is here, and that means only one thing for us Tigers fans. Baseball season is upon us, and opening day is just a few weeks away. Hi, this is Matt Shepard, here to tell you about an amazing offer from my friends at Soaring Eagle Casino. Soaring Eagle Casino, in conjunction with the Michigan Sports Network, is going to send one lucky winner and a guest to Tigers opening day. And if that's not enough, Eagle Sports and Casino is going to double down for you. How about two opening days? That's right, opening day home and away. You'll see the Tigers open the season against the Rays in sunny, warm Tampa. Florida, and then you'll be there for the Tigers' home opener in Detroit one week later. Plus, you'll be hosted by my friend Bill Simonson of The Huge Show, and you'll get to meet and greet yours truly. All you need to do is enter and text the word TIGERS to 21000. Enter the word TIGERS and text the number 21000, and you could be on your way to see the Tigers play in both the season and home openers. Opening day, home and away, presented by my friends at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Go get them. Play ball. There are a lot of reasons why some people would never want to be a cop. It's not 9 to 5, no two days are ever the same, it isn't safe, and it is never easy. There are also a lot of reasons why some people would never want to be anything other than a cop. It's not 9 to 5, no two days are ever the same, it isn't safe, and it is never easy. So, which one are you? Visit michiganpolicechiefs.org and find out. 
Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are set to wrap up our Tuesday broadcast here on The Huge Show across Michigan. Thanks to our good friends at the Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant. They have put up that unbelievable prize, home and away opener tickets and transportation from Grand Rapids to Tampa to watch the Tigers and the Rays in the season opener, and then two tickets uh, to watch the Tigers and the Red Sox in the home opener in downtown Detroit, all this courtesy of Soren Eagle and Mount Pleasant and Marty Board and the Michigan Sports Network. Make sure you text the word HUGE to 21000. You have until Friday at noon to enter. Or text TIGERS, not HUGE. Excuse me, text TIGERS, not HUGE. Out of 21,000, let's make sure we get that straight. Text T-I-G-E-R-S to 21,000. You have to be 21 and up, and we'll announce the winner during Friday's show. And thank you again to Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant and the Michigan Sports Network. Jeff Risden from Lions Wire, Draft Wire. we got a couple minutes. I know free agency has been about the big names, but let's talk about uh, special teams and what the Lions have done here uh, and a re-signing, and also a new pickup. Yeah, they brought in, uh, they brought back Jack Fox. Uh, they brought back Michael Badgley. Um, Michael Badgley is the kicker. He the money badger. The money badger. Love um, but very, very good, underappreciated kicker. I think Lions fans still want Jake Moody, and I don't know why. Because, uh, well, I do know why because he went to Michigan. Badgley is actually a better kicker from beyond fifty yards than what than what uh, that Moody was in college. Now Moody lit it up at his pro day. So, yeah, but the, the, he'll have competition, but he's he's back. It's great. Um, the only thing with him is that he doesn't kick off, and that, that's a bit of an issue. They moved money around on Jack Fox, who was already the, the NFL's all-time leading paid punter, and they just gave him they, – they structured his – restructured his contract, so he's getting paid more down the road. It's a longer commitment. He'll be here for the next four years. Like, if they don't, they're, they're crazy. Uh, and then they brought in a, a long snapper to compete with Scott Daly, and uh, his name escapes me. He played for the Cowboys, and he's, he looks like a beard model. Um, he's got just the luscious flowing, like he can actually luscious flowing. Beard. You're getting really excited about a beard, Jeff. It is. Uh, I can't grow one, so luscious I got flowing. I got. I got. You're the first NFL insider to use luscious flowing. Well, I will tell you, um, uh, I, I am a big hair guy. Um, people who listen to the Detroit Lions podcast know that I'm very big on hair. Uh, that's one of the luscious deciding flowing. factors. They have. So they got, yeah. they got the long stamp. Yeah. They're all set. Yeah, I, so they're good there. We, we got, you know. Who's returning kicks? Is K- that still, Kaylee Raymond is back. Right, yeah, um, yeah. They did bring C.J. Moore back. He can do that as a backup safety special right. teamer, the guy who ran the, right. the fake punt last year. Uh, get, can, get depth in the draft on defensive line or starters of Anderson or Carter on there. Get depth at linebacker or a starter, an edge rusher. And get some depth, maybe in the secondary, yeah. and the Lions and a backup quarterback, yep. and the Lions are good to go. Right? I'm, I'm, sounds good to me. I'm, I'm excited for the season. I, I, oh, can't, I, I can't wait for the the draft is still five weeks away. And it's killing. Yeah, me. but the draft wire where now you're overseeing that. Uh, just search draft wire on Twitter, Facebook, online. Same thing with Lions Wire. Jeff Risden joining us at J E F F R I S D O N on Twitter. Good stuff today, Jeff. Thanks. A quick shout out. 
Good luck to all the teams playing in the MHSAA boys basketball bracket tonight, especially Unity Christian and my guy T.J. Fisher. All right, look at that. And, Lane, and congrats to Lane Risden on all-conference in the OK Green. He did. Yep, he made it. Uh, also got to shout-out the guys from Muskegon. They're playing tonight, and I hope that they win. I hope they win it all. That's a Lane, great, great Lane, team. Lane's good. only a junior, right? Only a junior. Yep. He'll be a senior, be All-State next year. Let's hope so. He will. All right, thank you, Jeff Risden, and good luck to your daughter and family. Good luck to the club volleyball team in Zealand. I know they have height issues with kids not really being tall in the Zealand-Holland area. That's a tough one from Hudsonville through Holland, Zealand. Uh, Just uh, nothing against short kids. I'm not going to really downplay short kids, but I I wish some of those Dutch kids would grow and be tall uh, for our listeners on WHTC. And if you understand sarcasm... Then you understand Ottawa County and the schools I just mentioned. That's not a knock. I wish every kid in my school was 6'8". I remember when Legend rolling in at 5'4 against Grand Rapids South Christian, and they had a 6'8 goalkeeper and a 6'7 center back. I think the Meddendorp, who plays on their basketball oh, yeah. team, was alive. <laughs> and, and I'm like, uh, okay. What's, I told Legend, why don't you shoot and go between his legs like you're a circus act in the OK Gold boys soccer championship so uh, good luck to all the teams i agree thank you jeff risden follow him lions wire and also draft wire online and if you missed any of our conversation just search the huge show where you download podcast big bad huge